Hello, everybody. It's time for another week, another episode of the Long and Hard Podcast. I'm here uh, doing a little preamble for you guys, doing my best Joe Rogan intro impression. Now, uh, before we get into today's episode, today's guest, just a friendly friendly reminder of how you can support the show now if you're not interested in hearing this you can tap that 15 seconds probably twice i'll make this quick but a quick reminder that the show is entirely self-sponsored it's sponsored by us if you enjoy what we're doing we just kindly ask you check out our businesses uh you can check out what josh is doing over at sapien athletica uh that's at sapien athletica and his website is sapienathletica.com I could be wrong on that, but I'm not going to check it. And then for me, yours truly, if you're interested in Edmonton and area real estate, you can just Google Thomas Harrington Edmonton. I should come up uh, or jump online, thomasharrington.ca. And on Instagram, my handle is also at thomasharrington.ca. Now, without further ado, uh, we had another friend of the show jump in with us today. Uh, his name's Nathan, a.k.a. Nate Dog, a.k.a. Big Chungus. A uh, good, good friend of ours, both of ours, who uh, is actually a physiotherapist, licensed physiotherapist, or some shit like that, uh, but uh, f- full-time physio, so uh, discussion today kind of gravitated a little more towards uh, exercise, physiology, uh, bodybuilding, we touched on nutrition, uh, we talked about Rich Piana, who is a big-time hero of all of ours, R.I.P. Rich. Uh, yeah, I mean, overall, some good information. Hopefully, hopefully we find some value in that. Uh, you guys find some value. Um, yeah, so without further ado, here is the great and powerful Nathan. Coming up to me at the gym, who is Big Chungo? <laughs> I was like, "Listen, Grandma, <laughs> get it right." <laughs> no, yeah. To be honest, I'm stunned more people don't enjoy this shirt. Yeah, I enjoy it. Good for you. Like, you do. You're a man of true taste and culture. Though. True, true, true mimotic uh, <laughs> understanding. Do you ever like walk through the mall with that or anything? Yeah, I pretty much just wear it like I would any other shirt. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it, is. it is a shirt. Um, so, no, the reason I ask is like, I've worn like shirts with specific references or whatever. Like, I have, I had a, or I still have it, like a big baller brand shirt. Like, you know, like. What is that? You don't, <laughs> you don't know what that is? No, what is that? It's, uh, it's LeVar Ball. Yeah. Like, in his sons. Like, he's this one. Like, his sons are all good basketball players. One plays in the NBA, and they're all good college players and stuff. And uh, he's just, like, this random dude whose sons happen to be really talented. And he's he a just, marketing genius. Yeah, he's a marketing oh, genius. Oh, I see. And okay. he was just, like, such a big shithead. But then he made his brand, and it was Big Baller brand. And, like, <laughs> he tried to, like, sell it to Nike, but he wanted, like, literally, like, a billion dollars for his, like, t-shirt <laughs> idea. Reasonable. Yeah, and they're like, Fairly no. Reasonable. So then... <laughs> And he, so then he like made it himself or whatever, but then, uh, I don't know, like there's some marketing wisdom in there, but anyways, it's big baller brand. It's kind of a unique logo and it's just ridiculous. And like nice. walking through the mall, people are like 
big baller brand. <laughs> <laughs> but see, or, yeah, or I've worn my wouldn't make a dent shirt. Yeah, like, that's good. Yeah. yeah, those memes that like, I don't know. I find it's just fun, right? It's, mm-hmm. They they most of the time won't even elicit a response. It's that's not why you really wear them, but it's for the occasional like. Ah. Hey, for the occasional, like, occasional icon, yeah, 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 it's yeah. like that. Because yeah. I've been telling you about my recent gym attire change, right? We chatted about it today a little bit at the gym, and it was like maybe <laughs> I've been wearing like big shirts, like just like those Colossus shirts, right? I buy like triple okay. XL, yeah, lovely cotton off of tpublic.com Yeah, <laughs> no free ads. Yeah, hey, hey, yeah don't they're great. You essentially just get whatever, and like the material is pretty good. Yeah, and so I've been yeah. So wearing... you just like send them a look, like they just is this like a print your own sort of oh, thing or what? not? Well, they have their own artists, but you, they essentially have so much stuff that you could just get whatever you want. Chungus, yeah. Search. Actually, search big Chungus. Like oh yeah yeah like, there's definitely some shit on there like dude, just a very obscure meme that like one in every thousand people probably knows yeah. about okay. maybe do you have the more. like supreme logo on that one yeah you yeah. do this <laughs> is it's called supreme chungus I believe <laughs> just in case you have any listeners who uh, want to fo- want, want to take a foray take into the uh, the discreet memers uh, <laughs> meme land yeah I love those shirts that are like three XL yeah. Dude, they're make sweet. You, make you look like you're... See, and that's the ironic part. It makes you look huge, right? Yeah, you only Even... have forearms. Yeah. Yeah. And it just hangs off of your traps. Yeah. Like, honestly, nice. it's, it's yeah. way better than wearing stringers. I'd always be self-conscious of my nips popping out. You're yeah. not one of those guys that wears, like, a hoodie over an a... XXL t-shirt. Over <laughs> a stringer. Uh, over a singlet. <laughs> yeah, uh, over, yeah, over, over not <laughs> even a stringer. Yeah, over a singlet. Yeah, literally the white Kai Green. <laughs> just just work out in full red hoodie gear you need dreads bro yeah that's no. your next foray the, those into. predator dreads that yeah. kairos yeah, yeah. yeah. No. did you know he was i don't think i don't think either of you guys watch this show but he was in season two of uh stranger things yeah season? yeah i heard about that but that's just because I follow his Instagram pretty closely. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't even have Instagram, and you follow his Instagram. Oh yeah, whenever he's linked on bodybuilding, uh, the bodybuilding uh, subreddit, I always take a peek. I was gonna say, and he how has these. How does that work? Yeah, no, trust me, it's. Uh, I should probably just go on Instagram, but I have this thing where I just don't want to. Uh, um, it's, pr- it's probably for the best, but shitty guest can't promote our content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you guys still use Nexopia? <laughs> that website still exists. Didn't we talk about this? I think we did, yeah. It's like a stripped down like forearm. Like, it's weird. Their Instagram has like 1,800 followers. <laughs> you know what, dude? MySpace still exists. Yeah, yeah but that's well. for like the... There's, it's there's... more like music. It is, now, yeah. Think, and yeah. MySpace... Oh, am I thinking of MySpace? There's like a bunch of like fan fiction stuff and stuff like that for people to share their art and things on too. Oh. Pretty sure maybe. it's used as a fringe I don't, I don't know. Fringe community. I'm actually fan I have no fiction. idea. You're yeah. part of a lot of fringe communities. Yeah. So you should probably get it on that's that. That's uh <laughs> 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 it's time to draw my little pony pictures on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fan fiction. Yeah. Yeah. No <clears throat> Um, Mr. Suction Cup over here too. Yeah, what do we got going on? It's an octopus. It's not Quasimodo. <laughs> it's not the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. No, yeah, I. Uh, 
we were going to chat about this. We talked about this before. I guess mm-hmm. we'll chat about it now. Fine. Be uh, that way. I don't know. I like I like cupping myself. What can I say? Yeah. It's like, you get consistently sore, and like I don't have a, a Josh with strong hands to take around with me everywhere <laughs> I go. So like, I'm just like, yeah, just you could drive cup. Yeah. Talk on a podcast cup. This is fair. Yeah. Eat cup. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like the legit masseuses have to light something when they're doing the cup? So, the cupping is actually an interesting thing because what? Get cut one. What is this? I just pulled up cupping on Urban Dictionary to see what other second definition. Yeah, you should definitely read that one. Out loud. Maybe you can't read it. Uh, no, no, uh, you can read it. It's it's obscure. It's medically accurate. So to weigh cupping to weigh with one's hands someone's testicles. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I see, I see. These feel about right. Oh, valid. I'm not actually referencing that type of cupping. Yeah. No. Um, but don't they have to light something when they put those on? Yeah, so there's like the... There's two... Now oh, there's... There's, I guess, two different approaches to, like, cupping, right? Yeah. There's, there's Eastern uh, v. Western medicine approaches. So, like, traditionally, with Eastern medicine, cupping works on, I don't know, probably something like chi flow or something like that. Okay. And so um, yeah. the tissue, they oh, they also did bloodletting too, right? Where you would uh, cut a hole over someone's skin and get that suction cup mm-hmm. on, and it would actually just draw the unhealthy blood up, right? Which, okay. I mean, there's not a lot of merit to that, I don't think, in current literature now, mm-hmm. but um, which is why you don't see it over here. But the same thing happens with like those cups that are, they, they like the fire under them to get that negative pressure in. That's what it is. Um, and so there's a bunch of different types, right? So, is it just the same? So is the one with the flames the same as that where you like, like pump it out? Or what? Not really. So this yeah. one is like a special silicone one that essentially yeah. you can just put over the skin and it just sucks up the tissue underneath, oh, okay. right? And I think it approaches it more like closely to like a Western medicine side with tangible effects on the tissue. I honestly couldn't speak to like very strongly on that being mm-hmm. as I'm sure that's not necessarily heavily structured uh, heavily like researched in literature like what this does because it would probably be very difficult to actually study mm-hmm. but um, it's purposed to have more tangible effects in terms mm-hmm. of like soft tissue release like like kind of like a deep tissue massage but it distracts the tissue instead of pushing it downwards so like you still get like mm-hmm. similar analgesic effects to soft tissue and probably metabol- metabolic changes, but I'm just not sure what they are. Okay. You've had a conversation with me before about m- muscle knots and how you actually can't really get rid of them. You act- you have to, correct me if I'm wrong, you like a- apply pressure to them and it's the effect of doing so that relieves it for a period of time, but you actually can't get rid of knots. Yeah, well, obviously people's like standard terminology with those things, like, oh, I have a knot there, and yeah. you feel a, a- a palpable trigger point, right? right? And you're like, oh, wow, time to work these knots out. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I mean, I think it, what that active deep tissue work and whatever type of soft tissue work that you want to choose does, mm-hmm. like, honestly, it's, especially with whenever therapy is concerned, it's like soft tissue work, there's a bunch of different options you could use, right? Mm-hmm. There's like edge tools, there's, like other grassed in techniques there's 
um, copying work, there's active release, there's like so many different things. Rolling pins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All that <laughs> stuff, like the tiger tail stuff, right? Yeah. All that stuff is like purported to do something similar. It's it's all for the same effect in, in terms of getting that soft tissue to release or to provide an analgesic effect over like really tight musculature. Gotcha. Um, and that obviously, if you're treating someone, is going to be part of treatment, if, if not most of it, mm-hmm. because you're likely going to fundamentally try to correct different other biomechanical issues yeah. resulting in that tissue so tightness. what is a muscle knot then, if it's oh, shit. not real? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'm pretty sure I chatted with Josh about this right after I read an article about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it was fresh. It was, it was a couple, like it was definitely over a year. Yeah, I remember seeing something about that. I was like, oh, pretty cool. And then yeah. came up a conversation like a Brings week later. It out, yeah. the next conversation and then exactly. totally forgets about it. Yeah. Um, but like that hypertonic tissue with those, with that knot is essentially, you could say, People refer to it as trigger points, and whether that's something that's valid or not is something that's up for discussion. But um, it's essentially um, highly sensitized tissue mm. that appears tighter, and it just doesn't let go. Yeah. Mm. Right. So your so your underlying, I mean, solution is trying to get movement back to a more natural state. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So you get like with that, like deep tissue work or whatever method of soft tissue release that you choose, it's going to get blood flow to that area, increase, um, the rate at which different metabolites are cycled through that tissue and, uh, have a bit of an analgesic effect, decrease inflammation over that spot. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, sitting at a keyboard all day with your, yeah. Yeah. So, traps so like do this. massages, yeah. you actually, we, you, I remember you saying something about this, but do massages do anything like what what or is it controversial and doesn't do the same as what you think it does or is it effective so this is where you get into the great part of um of trying to study something that um, involves many different factors to it right Mm -hmm. and so um I'm going to take a bit of a wayward way to answer this, but just okay. bear with me. So, um, like, let's say you're talking to Quinton, my brother, a clinical geneticist, right? And you're, like, looking at what the gold standard of literature is. Uh, well, you're going to have perfectly controlled variables in a uh, perfectly sterile environment with, like, um, both uh, controlled and manipulated variables being, like, exactly measured, right? So you can experience and see raw effects that you know are due x is for sure due to y right right? yeah Um, right when you start talking about fields that involve like like let's say physiotherapy or massage therapy or nutrition uh, (laughs) (laughs) well we'll we'll talk about that after nutrition (laughs) Um, but so you start to get so many different effects right um that are really difficult to make tangible so massage therapy is actually really interesting right because you know, you've probably went for a massage and you feel better after it, right? Yeah, and you're like, definitely. this feels good, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's many different reasons Especially why. the places I go. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, live, uh, I live pretty close to one of those places uh, that's...
Saratoga. In Montreal, there's a few of those places right down the street, too. Um, so, like, with tangible physiological effects, right, let's talk about the level, at the level of the tissue itself. Um, I'm sure there are minor tangible changes, right, in terms of, let's say, inflammatory mediates that are present in tissue, um, like cytokines or, let's say, white blood cell response or something like that, right? Not like I would really, really know because I haven't seen a lot of the current literature on it if there is a lot. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and then, of course, there's nervous system effects, right? Just uh, desensitization, light touch. Um, that's going to be affected. Uh, so you have neurophysiological effects, um, which may or may not be extremely present depending on what kind of massage you get. And then you have, like, we call it the therapeutic alliance effect, right? It, it's special for any career which you are touching somebody. Mm. Like, the fact that you lay your hands on someone immediately creates changes, right? There are changes in perception. Um, there's changes in um, essentially... Talking to my hairdresser about this, <laughs> but so like so hairdressers that, are that kind feeling of, of connection exactly, unquote, yeah. yeah. And it's and it's difficult to have uh, measure that to measure that. I was right? just gonna say hairdressers do it themselves. Exactly, yeah. Right. No, yeah. that's well, that's the big thing in careers where you touch people, right? Mm -hmm. Is there's a whole other aspect of treatment is the fact that you're actually letting someone who is a stranger. Like touch arguably, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Okay. Arguably, well, they're a healthcare yeah. professional, yeah. right? But but still, they still touch you, and that creates a host of other effects and psychological feelings of closeness or whatever you may call it, right? Mm -hmm. In physio, they call that therapeutic alliance, right? And so that makes a it makes a big difference too in terms of like, let's say I'm going off of like extremely evidence based literature. Um, a lot of treatments would mostly revolve around exercise because that's one of the main things that's shown by literature to be really effective in treating a lot of conditions in physiotherapy, right? Mm -hmm. But I mean, if you have patients come in and you're like, just, you don't really touch them, you're just like, okay, do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they'd be like, they'd be like, I feel right. You'd be like, huh, he just told me to do exercises, right? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's a blend of, of using huh. extremely evidence-based practice and, and right, also right. certain other techniques that work for you and work for clinicians that you work with. Um, so that's kind of where massage lies. So there are some tangible benefits that you can actually talk about. Are they extremely significant on like a cellular level? Maybe not really, but <laughs> people go because it makes them feel good. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah <laughs> right. Yeah. And you may find it helps you with general stress levels, which could have an effect on general tissue tone too, right? So you're changing like a billion things hmm. okay, with yeah, a massage yeah. potentially, and, and yeah, people can respond a lot differently to it. Right? Hmm. That's my opinion, anyway. Gotcha. Hmm. Sometimes in the scientific community, anecdotal evidence outpaces the well, study. Yeah, there's yeah, there's so much anecdotal versus like, or even like zero long-term studies or whatever, right? Like, isn't there? <clears throat> maybe this is bro science in itself, but yeah. isn't it that? There actually have been no long-term studies clinically, definitively proving the relation between consuming protein and growth of muscles or something like that. Well, or I'm paraphrasing, but there is a... That's a big, that's a big paraphrase. Yeah, yeah. First, I love bro science. Oh, I yeah. do. It's I love it. Bro science it's 50% science. 50% bro, but that's and 50%. But that's else. great, man. I fucking love bro science. Yeah. Because that is honestly 
Um, it's taken me through from what day one of working out, what's eight years ago, right? To like having a genuine intrigue into like, what's the best way to do things? Like mm-hmm. I heard this, but does that integrate well with this opinion, right? Everyone's had their mentor figure at the gym, like chat with them about like, oh bro, no, if you do three sets, that's a fucking waste. Yeah. <laughs> Four sets only, yeah. right? Yeah. Have you ever seen the graph where it's like, cause people are always like, you know, eight to 12 is hypertrophy or whatever. Yeah, One exactly. to six is more strength. And it's like, so at seven reps, nothing happens. Seven and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's like a, That's there's great, yeah. a, there's like a, yeah. I guess, is it a, like a tangent graph line or something where it goes like this and, Oh, the yeah. two lines Jeez, I forget don't that. come to as, the one as point. you get closer to seven it doesn't yeah. count yeah no it's literally what square root of three territory or whatever <laughs> Some, yeah yeah imaginary number yeah <laughs> just you warp into a black hole and this yeah <laughs> no but to, to make reference to your previous point yeah protein definitely has an effect right for, for sure. sure right so on like muscle protein synthesis mm-hmm. right but I mean when you're talking about how much protein you eat yeah and yeah, yeah, like that, that. I think that's more where it was um, going. And like that. when to eat it, because yeah. everyone, I was talking to a guy about the gym, oh, yeah. uh, at the gym about this today. Like, this one, that was the, a big thing. The, the oh, anabolic yeah. window, yeah. right? Yeah, here we go. It's like, oh, if I don't drink my protein shake immediately as I'm leaving <laughs> yeah. the gym, yeah. gains gone, yeah. might as well not have even gone, right? Yeah. Yeah. I used to honestly kind of think like that too, oh, right? For sure. well, I would forget my shake at home and I'd be like, well, waste of a workout. Well, isn't it, well, this is probably also bro science, but isn't it? actually better to wait <laughs> but then you could find we could pull up a hundred youtube videos I feel like that's exactly tell us what this is, 15 yeah. minutes 30 minutes 60 minutes thomas bro science harrington <laughs> um yeah, well well that's a fa- that's essentially it's all the information we pick up from various sources right like i'm sure you don't f- you don't uh Forge through peer-reviewed literature uh, every night, and you're like, hmm, <laughs> this study uh, it seems to be not really of rigorous quality, but they're advocating for protein intake 47 minutes after uh, yeah. workout, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I think uh, even, let's talk with, uh, let's talk on a more general sense with, like, when you eat the meals throughout your day, uh, e.g., like, I don't know, eating, like, a heavy breakfast because of insulin spike in the morning, right? Yeah. Um, like that, even like where there's a more tangible change in uh, like actual measurable compounds, they found that it doesn't. I don't think it makes a huge difference. Hmm. Right. Um, from what I've heard, uh, from what I've watched on uh, my favorite YouTube channel, uh, Jeff Nippard. Uh, Nippard, yeah. Nips, yeah. He, he does some good stuff. Well, he's he's great. Fuck, I talk about him all the time. Yeah. And I'm like. This man is sifting through this peer-reviewed literature yeah. for the bro scientist, yeah, right? He's doing it for oh, me, so, so he I don't have to more. do it. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's great. He he has like all the article citations. He yeah. goes through. Mm-hmm. He seems to have. I don't know what his credentials are, but he seems to have a a good idea of on on how to, you know, assess the quality of a study. And yeah. Which you need to do, right? To hop back for a second, bodybuilders in like the seventies, I want to say. How they were training chest and the incline, the flat and the decline. Doctors assumed that there wasn't any difference in the stimulus that the muscle was giving, and then they did it. Like there was a tremendous study, fifteen years later or something. They did like EMG. Yeah, that figured out that you actually could target certain muscle groups even within a chest. Muscle fibers within your your pec. Yeah. 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 No, that's and that's. 
Um, well, that's the... So bro science wins every time. Matt. So wait, so bro science wins for the upper lower chest argument or no? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah but... they're, they're, they found that you could stimulate fibers in the upper with an incline press. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Yeah, that's why no, we do right. incline presses and also flat mm-hmm. and also decline, but nobody fucking does decline. So. See, I uh, yeah, for, yeah, again, the bro science. I <laughs> lower heard chest. <laughs> yeah, lower the different because your chest is only separated about here-ish, right? Like there's only two parts of your pec. I just well, so, I only wear V-necks, so my chest only like yeah. This is all that matters, right? You don't have to worry about anything below that. I used to be V-necks only for a while. Yeah. <laughs> my my upper chest. Yeah. My upper chest is my upper chest is my upper chest is severely lacking. Yeah. So I've changed my wardrobe um, in accordance. But no, yeah. Well, Tom, you're right. So your pec major has uh, essentially two different uh, portions to it, mm-hmm. right? So it's a large fan-like muscle that spans like from your upper humerus and. It comes up and has two main insertion points. One on your like your sternum, so mm-hmm. your sternal head, and the upper being your sternoclavicular. So it has those upper sternal mm-hmm. insertions, and yeah, by your clavicle as well. Yeah. So the angle of pull is different. So you hit a, a different position in terms of humeral adduction, right? Yeah. Bringing your arm yeah. across the body to hit each one, right? So is decline bench. Useful, definitive answer right now. I don't fucking do it. So yeah. I haven't done it in a long time. I've been doing. I was thinking about that. The only yeah. time I did it was because I was like, you could, you can definitely, you can do more way weight. more. You can, you can. Way but more. that was like that's, working that's, out McEwen days at yeah. like lunch hour, and you're like, man, there's a lot of chicks here. Decline bench, <laughs> but that's because it. De- I think it decreases the length. Uh, that's true. Of excursion it is from the less. The, from, what it is. Oh, yeah, so much. So I'm like, you're you're barely coming into any really yeah. extension there. So I also mm-hmm. think like, just from personally, like it's a little less shoulder engagement, which is in theory a weaker, harder to use muscle. Sure. Right? Yeah. So yeah. this way you're kind of like, you know, if that you might really, feel good. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Start your own bro science there, Tom. Uh, all you have to do to pedal the bro science is chat with a few gym bros about it. Yeah. And, and then it'll they'll be, uh, all be like, oh, yeah, yeah, They'll for be sure. like, yeah, I heard this. I can't remember where, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about... So this... The funniest is if a, you see a jacked guy at the gym doing a slightly different workout, like kind of a creative use of a weight or a machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the next few weeks, you will see that workout spread <laughs> yeah. throughout the gym. Like, no. I literally thought of this today, because I saw some guy doing sort of a weird fucking thing with uh, the uh, assisted dips, and then I saw, like, three other people doing it. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys no, doing? No, it is a tangible <laughs> thing. It does yeah. happen. I mean, that's getting into, like, I guess, social it's gotta science, be, really, right? I call social it the, norms. the disease effect, right? The disease effect, yeah, exactly. Um, the gorilla effect. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, when it, me and Quinn were talking about this, Quinn and my brother, we were talking about this exact same thing yesterday, and he's getting all into, like, he's doing a bunch of muscle-ups, and he's all concerned about core strength, hanging... Shit like that, right? Yeah. It's pretty impressive if you're good at it, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, so Quinn's been doing a lot of bar work at uh, at the gym recently at Good Life, and yeah, he'll say like after he does a few muscle ups, like ten minutes later, he'll see a cycle of dudes go to the same bars and like just try them <laughs> because you see them here. It's like, hmm, looks pretty cool and they challenging. Look, they, they look good. They look cool. It's such yeah. a like yeah. It's a big irregular motion that like 
it catches people's attention like throughout the gym versus like like a guy doing bench press is like a normal emotion like it just blurs into the background 100 like, percent. yeah yeah like or windshield versus... wipers where you're hanging from the bar and just <laughs> yeah oh yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah i've yeah. decided all all core freaks are actually just extreme exhibitionists right <laughs> <laughs> like but think of like dragon flags things like that it's just like hey look at me, look at me. <laughs> everybody yeah. and honestly like Hey guys, the core show starts in five minutes. If you want to seriously come to the central uh, central, me, I'm just sitting track. on a nice isolation machine, yeah. minding my own doing business. some doing some micro movements. <laughs> but you actually have to be good at it, otherwise you look like a fucking. You, idiot. you do, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'm bad at it, and I was doing it, and I've still had people come up to me, and they were like, "Oh, that's pretty hard." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm pretty bad at it." <laughs> How do you do? You kind of just like to learn the motion. Like, A, it's strength, but B, it's sort of, like, knowing how to do it. Like, I feel there's some just, momentum involved. Do you just struggle yeah, your way through the first few to kind of get a feel for how you do it? Or Well, if we're line? talking about muscle ups, like, yeah. themselves, there's a lot of technique involved, right? Yeah. If you, you can't really do it if you try to power through, right? Your shoulder just doesn't really work. It's like, like an Olympic that. lift. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's a decent amount of momentum, and you, you need a certain moment going up. Um, where you kind of switch or whatever, where you, if you switch will. Yeah. and you need really great uh, strength and mobility to do that but you also need fantastic technique right mm-hmm. there's guys you know uh, like muscle pull and and like strength being concerned like there's they're way stronger than quinton but there's no way they could do muscle up yeah there's no chance right mm-hmm. it's a big difference one like, could even argue uh pull-ups even something as simple as that because it's sort of a different motion and stuff. You could argue it. Yeah, yeah. You could argue it. Yeah. But we See, I feel like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't agree yeah. with you, but... Yeah. <laughs> like, I would, yeah, it's something where... Like, if you don't... Like, if you don't do pull-ups every day, but do, pull like, lat pull-downs, maybe you could do a pull-down of more than your weight, but not do a chin-up. On day one, sort of thing, right? Like, I found for me, like, Part of doing chin-ups is like doing them regularly to get to be able to do hundred like percent high amount. Yeah. Right. Yep. And whenever you're sustaining that, like you're pulling your body weight and you're pulling it in an awkward way, right? Mm-hmm. So you need to have a lot of great mm-hmm. core stability there um, when you're maintaining your body um, essentially in open space when you're trying to do a chin-up or uh, a pull-up, right? Mm-hmm. So you need. You can't just be floppy and around the core and like those nice stability muscles, like or else you'll do it. You'll do terribly. Yeah, but yeah. you could probably do well with a lat pull down, which is essentially the same movement at the upper extremity. Um, but you don't have to worry about core stability and what your body's doing in space. Right? Yeah. That that's a huge difference too. Definitely, definitely. Right. All right. We're gonna take a quick, quick, quick break here. You can use it to intimidate other humans, but it's not. Ideally for survival. Yeah. Uh, is Josh trying guy. to talk about functional strength? <laughs> <laughs> He's a big functional guy. I, I was very much into Olympic lifting before I hurt myself. So, yeah, that was like squatting six times a week type of thing. So, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but there you go. You've you've started. You embrace the the power aspect, the bone rehealing and strengthening, right? And, yeah. Um, like that's a that's a big part of it if you're talking power and like your raw max right mm-hmm. is you need not only strong uh musculature you need great core control and bracing you need um like a really strong uh, like skeletal makeup too right yeah. that's a lot of those guys train that yeah and the mental strength too 
and mental power. Yeah. You got to envision it before Luckily, you Luckily, I'm maxed out on that. <laughs> yeah. Me as well. Me as well. <laughs> Level 99 mental power. Fellow yeah. big brain Mensa lifter guy. Yeah. Uh, Did we introduce... <laughs> I don't know if I talked about... Big brain gang. <laughs> yeah. You did. You did. <laughs> well, we already know that Tom has the biggest brain here, yeah. uh, based off of head size alone. Yeah. <laughs> big brain gang. T-shirts coming. Uh, four quarter. BBG. Four. Big yeah. brain <laughs> gang. Yeah. Wow. I actually have a vague design in mind that I will be getting. So I since speaking discussing of me, it, I also have of, a. <laughs> I also have a design as well. Yeah. Uh, when uh, <laughs> I was just speaking of mean t-shirts, though, I want to get big brain gang t-shirts, and you can wear them around Edmonton. Be like big brain gang. I was still just thinking of your struggle with hat size, and it's like big brain gang should just be. Hats only, hats only, and only made a certain size. Specific. That is so fucking kind of like right. a big and tall store. <laughs> yeah, eight point eight, eight and a quarter yeah. only. Yeah, my quarter. hat is seven and three quarters, which is bull shit. I would take it off, but my hair is messy. But I'll show you the label. Is this the intro? But you taking it off instead? Is that what it is? <laughs> seven and three quarters, baby. That's not even. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Probably more like eight. Eight. Eight <laughs> plus. Read those numbers right there. You know what, Eight man? and those hats three are, quarters. Those hats are bullshit because one day I'm a seven. One day I'm a seven and a quarter with those hats. They so, do. So, they so do actually, it depends. I've. It appears to be if it's more of an on-field cap versus mm. like just a random logo on it. Gotcha. But the on-field ones fit tighter. Ah. But <clears throat> it's also just mass-produced crap so there's a little variation in it too right so yeah you're don't waiting, go don't go by the mass-produced go by the not mass yeah produced. i was yeah. gonna say be a special motherfucker <laughs> i believe that's a mass-produced house <laughs> <laughs> so, only in batches of 100 can't yeah. even forego the, the the mystery of the sapien hat for one second i'm too much of a hat connoisseur <laughs> only in batches of 100 yeah. i'm not gonna play your games here josh that's good yeah, yeah. <laughs> I paid him to do that. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I won't is say this, how much, but <laughs> this is my favorite hat. <laughs> Sorry, can you look into the camera and see that? <laughs> <laughs> Sapien hat. Such good quality. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I just put this through the wash. It looks just brand new. <laughs> Puts it on. And I'm helping others, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me cry. Speaking of helping others, though, my parents were, like, I had those star stamps, like, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Had them everywhere. Yeah. They helped a lot. <laughs> they did a lot of helping. Because <laughs> I'm sure, like, that was my most salient childhood memory. Stars stamps. Stars stamps. stamps. Uh, okay. For stars or amulets? For stars, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, always buy, I always buy the calendars, but I figured that... Yeah, my parents buy the calendars. I don't know, but yeah. I just I feel forever. Like Dude, it's just always something that's... just something that's like in your house. That people have done, yeah. 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 I think that's like a, a unifying factor for most 90s kids. Yeah. <laughs> but I felt like, hey, if I can give three bucks a hat to them, there you yeah. go. So, no, that's not bad. I think yeah. that's great, Josh. Yeah. Thanks, man. That's fantastic. Nice. What were you talking about? 
Um, big brain gang. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just had to just switch hijack. a you had to switch a fantastic topic to your oh, <laughs> to your future business venture. This is so funny. Uh, you still cupping? Mm-hmm. Not that cup, but uh, always cupping. Yeah, I had her off for a few minutes, and I felt a little bit uh, uncovered, so yeah. I decided to. Put a feel my on. soft tissue, but no, honestly, it's <laughs> feel the tension building. No, but like after I do like a heavy lift day, just with I think how my body is, I just get super sore traps, right? Like, yeah. Let's say I'm I'm deadlifting. I'm sure lots of people are like this too, but and I'm just like I can't live like this. How much are you deadlifting now, bro? Not that much. Probably like three and a quarter for reps. I haven't really gone for the. Maxing the max side of things. I've I've just been going for reps, right? I, I still remember pulling the max like it was yesterday. Yeah. And one of my teachers were there, and she's pretty attractive. So. Is this a G max? Yeah. yeah, I had to pull it. And well, you had to get there. You had to get something out of your time. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 Do you get your grunt down? Uh. <laughs> yeah. uh. That's great. Hey. Theoretically proven, right? Yeah. Theoretically. Well, Actually yeah. proven. Like whose theory? No, the it's guys um, at the gym or what? No, no, no. It, uh, it's not a bro science thing. That quick expulsion oh, like, of like the... Yeah. Right? It's the same. They do that in... Well, that's part of the... Like for martial arts and karate. Like, yeah. Because it stiffens the body. It stiffens all the pros- proximal muscles. As long as right? it's not a... Tss, tss. <laughs> Huh? Nice Still deer, can do it. <laughs> Give me a nice shoop. Ah. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Piano Man. You had to oh, bring up who, Rich. Eh? Is that who did, it, did that? You don't know the Shupa? No. That's Rich Piano. You should slap box him right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't believe you guys. That's coming up too. That's in a just over a month. Yeah. Cheesecake month day. day. I'll see you there. Cheese, cheesecake day? Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. Rich Piana's, uh, what, death? Two years. Three years ago? It's been three years. years. Three years? I want to say it was 2017. Uh, The death of an icon. Yeah. Truly inspirational. Good morning, everyone. So-and-so is. Yeah, yeah, motherfucker, I know that. All right. Real number two. Real number two. Real food. Uh. You cannot recapture this. Need to find a good shoot. <laughs> off, dude! I'm gonna fucking start doing that now. <laughs> the title is just "Rich Piana Shoop Ah" in all capitals. <laughs> so for yeah. those who don't know rich piana is a bodybuilding legend who recently <laughs> honestly, passed away. honestly if they don't know they shouldn't be watching yeah. rich piana is a, literally the second coming of some sort of deity that we don't deserve in our lives <laughs> yeah so r.i.p and uh i'll put a link to that video in the show notes and check out his channel if you want to get fucking yoked (laughs) bigger by the day was a huge deal man i watch that all the time and the one where he's eating like 
fourteen thousand calories a day. Or whatever. Oh, he just made videos like, like every day. Well, it's, it's like um, you remember like it, it happened a long time ago too. If you were reading Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Body, I think he mentions Palumbo in it, right? Yeah, uh, Palumbo. The Palumbo, Palumbo uh, section, right? And he's talking about just like he used his body as a like a growth experiment, right? Perfect or uh, steroid stacks, right? Like. He had everything, and he was maxing it out in the prime of his life. Diet was crazy. He was eating so much that he was on the verge of vomiting all the time. I think there's a story. There's a story where he pukes <laughs> on his dash. He pukes all over his fucking uh, his windshield. Who's yeah. Palomo? Uh, uh, Dave Palomo, yeah. yeah. Well, he's he's an old bodybuilding legend guy himself, right? Okay, and, yeah. and yeah. he's obviously, uh, he, he has coined the, the Palomboism gut, right? That's uh, where that's with uh, yeah. unrelenting IGF uh, use, right? Yeah, um, and like growth, like so people didn't really know that it could. Uh, I don't know hypertrophy, uh, like other soft tissue areas, right? Yeah. Do you watch the Olympia anymore? Or yeah, I, did I, you ever watch it? Well, I honestly, I'm just a big fan of the bodybuilding subreddit. I think yeah. it's hilarious lots of the time. So I, I pop in and I can appreciate it too, right? Yeah. I, I think it's. Uh, Sean Roden, uh, right? Most Last recently? year? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. And then he's been recently charged or under accusation of uh, raping somebody. I really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Hmm. Pretty sure. I don't know how legitimate it is, but I mean, I mean, that's like current bodybuilding drama. Interesting. I didn't know that. I don't, I'm not part of uh, Fit oh. anymore, so. Yeah, Backslash I remember the fit. last time I looked at like a <laughs> fitness forum. Yeah. yeah, even Fit, which was like. Used to be the best advice, and then it just went off the rails. Honestly, <laughs> so. it uh, it definitely did. But I'm still just as entertained by it a lot of the time. <laughs> no, it's fantastic. I I do enjoy. It. But anyways, I feel like they're kind of going away from that because they're they're starting to penalize the gut a lot more. Yeah, it's it's changing, which is good. But I mean, in you know, bodybuilding, yeah. Because yeah. there, there was a couple years there where guys were just coming in and just trying to put as much mass on mm-hmm. as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know that's understandable, right? Because that's what that's what the public wants, so that's what they're gonna yeah they want to get see the right. They want to yeah. see how big you can get, right? Yeah. And then you hit a point where you're like, eh, maybe we want to see some more refinement and like things yeah. like that, right? Yeah. And so um, you have the dudes like there's some that are just so huge that they're not really aesthetically pleasing whatsoever mm-hmm. and so they just do their own thing with like instagram like craig goliath i think is like one of those guys and is he's so huge like he makes his head look like it's abnormally small like definitely if you're listening like just look up his instagram or something What's and he's name? like craig goliath. craig goliath goliath um and he's just like he's monstrous uh, dude yeah he's huge but he's too big he to has, like well and he's also a dude who probably actually he probably even has a normal sized head IRL but his head <laughs> just looks but yeah so small but anyways he he's like a and he has some hilarious posts too right yeah, yeah. he's a, a actually, very funny dude but, yeah I uh, recently listened to the Joe Rogan episode with one of the guys who was in World's Strongest Man like had won it before I can't remember oh, uh, Eddie Eddie Hall Eddie Hall no yeah, no, yeah. no no it was uh, not Habthor no Bjornsson no. but that guy's He's that, guy, that, that guy's the mountain yeah. in Game of Thrones. Um, <clears throat> I'm just going to... If you say the name, I'm sure I know it. But It's <laughs> Oberst is his last name. Oh, maybe a new guy. Oberst. Robert Oberst. Oberst. Wow. Never heard of him. I, I oh, haven't... Okay. Uh, 
He's uh, I think he won the contest, and then he's now on a new TV show where they do like historical uh, feats of strength, supposedly, to try and recreate them to like, like oh. you know, kind of like tales of uh, like amazing power, yeah, and, yeah feats yeah. of strength, like hundreds of years ago when people yeah. were like an average like of 120 pounds or whatever, yeah. right? So seeing if where we could Eugene do it, so. Sandow was the uh, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the epitome of muscular development, yeah. the male physique, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eugene. I, th- I think that classic is going to be the bigger, like classic physique is going to be the bigger draw to those competitions. Oh yeah, well obviously you're right. Things have changed, right? And yeah. you know, every every now and then when I'm scrolling, looking at a um, scantily clad picture of like a Phil dude. Heath or Kai Green, right? <laughs> My girlfriend's like, "Ew," yeah. right? Yeah. I'm just like, interesting, right? Yeah. I'm like, I like. I see the appeal of it. I'm like, wow! Like, yeah, sheerly, I'm I'm impressed. Right? That's yeah, yeah. yeah. It's amazing, right? What they're able mm-hmm. to accomplish. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are just like, ew, that's disgusting. They yeah. look like they're in pain, right? Yeah, that's my girlfriend impression. Yeah, ew. But where you yeah. pull up like a picture yeah. of Chris Bumstead, for example, yeah, people are like, yeah, they're like that looks good. And if you don't say he looks good, you're obviously lying because Chris Bumstead looks fantastic. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sea bump. So basically, they're trying to get back to like more what like Arnold and Friends yeah. looked like. So more seventies stuff. Well, yeah, and even them, even Arnie, his like voiced. I think his displeasure with the the gut. Where it's at. Yeah. Well, think of yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the mic is gonna pick that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. That wasn't quite as loud as some other stuff. It'll probably just sound really funny. <laughs> Sweet. Um. I don't know, like what I always think of, like the peak Ronnie days of like mid two thousands, like just when it was <clears throat> out of hand, for sure out of hand. I think, okay. yeah, I don't know, like it just looks like when you see the the grainy nineties two thousand VHS quality videos of it and stuff, like it just looks <laughs> weird, right? Like it, I don't know, yeah. No, you're you're right. I remember I saw Ronnie in person, right? We went to that. Really? Yeah, he guest posed at some, I don't know, 2012 Muscle Beach thing. That Here? Uh, yeah. He, he guest posed. Was that when he, he walked that? Yeah, this point? is pre-spinal cord injury, Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. okay. Saw him at his uh, former glory before yeah. he started rubbing fat-burning lotion on his stomach. Right? Well, you didn't see that? <laughs> I did see he, that. He was selling some, like spot fat loss cream or something like that oh yeah fuzzy i mean that's kind of what happens when you squat 800 pounds well it was interesting in his documentary about him that like it was actually like a botched surgery or something like they tried to fix something with screws and the screws broke and that's why he has so many issues yeah i mean or something like that i mean if you get fixed and you're like by the way doc gonna go squat up 900 pounds again i don't actually know the circumstances or what happened but it it was something where like because lots of people be like oh well he can barely walk his hips are screwed up and like yeah you would have a lot of long-term wear and tear but supposedly the actual injury itself wasn't as related to it as you think sort of thing like it was i don't know it's kind of interesting that documentary came out a couple years ago right yeah there was some bodybuilder a few years ago that went into open heart surgery and they nicked his spinal cord while he was in the surgery. Oh, really? Yeah, and paraplegic. Oh, I have to find the guy, too. Hmm. But, yeah. Sometimes it was around the time when I did my injury, so. Holy. So you're like, 
There was a couple of guys See, like shit. <laughs> you know what? You know what, dude? There was a couple of guys that did that in the fitness world around my time too. There was a CrossFitter that dropped a. I remember that. Yeah, like uh, a CrossFit guy who Kevin Ogre. Yeah, yeah, and he became. Really? Yeah. Was he quadra or paraplegic? No, fully paraplegic. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So he's still Boy. doing CrossFit from a wheelchair. So right, right. Good on him, but yeah, yeah. And it was like a, it was at a competition, and then that's like that was people went off on CrossFit being unsafe and all this crap. So. Yeah, I'm not going to talk too much about that, but I think that the Olympic lifts for reps is not a good idea. Well, see, here's what, where my major gripe is with it, right? Is we're talking about functional boys. All right, right, bros, gather around for some science. Uh, for some bro sci, yeah. right? Well, I mean, a lot of it is overhead-based movement, right? Mm-hmm. And that's certainly an important aspect of training. But for me, since I've dislocated my shoulder, my overhead yeah. movements have become nearly non-existent mm-hmm. yeah. um, and like just for my daily life I really don't have to accept load in my upper extremity above 90 degrees right mm-hmm. like I don't do a lot of stuff up here <laughs> right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> except for right now <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like so like for me from that standpoint I'm just like well like of course you want to work on your overhead press for um, like from a hypertrophy standpoint, like you know, for for delt building, tricep building, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, I just do that in other ways. Mm. <laughs> so I'm just like, well, it's a bit of a compromising well, position for big, the shoulder. So it's a lot of risk to or high risk to medium rewards. Exactly. Right? I'm just and like that's you know especially it becomes extremely dangerous when it's a complex movement like that. Repeatedly oh, yeah. done where it's meant to be done like once, and especially done by members of the general population who are looking to untrained. something for they're untrained and they're looking for something to get them fit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mind you, he was he was trained and like, yeah, yeah. he was. Oh, I'm not saying yeah. In, yeah. Yeah. in terms of him, like honestly, but yeah, your body. If you go to a more general criticism, if you go to a general CrossFit class and you see people doing like clean and presses. You want to kill yourself. Yeah, well, like the Kipling pull-ups, right? And yeah. stuff like that. It's, you actually are worried about them snapping well, their shit joints. up. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. and like that, that like spin classes do this a lot too, as I've, I've talked to my girlfriend about it. We're going to get so much hate on this oh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> but I mean, like half the time when they're off the bike, just like doing some light weight work, right? And yeah. It's just like... It's like, it's about 100 reps of these, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm just like, well, you're just begging for shoulder irritation yeah, yeah. there, right? You don't yeah. aren't used to really working above 90 degrees, and you just go toss yourself into a bunch of high rep, uncontrolled movements there. You're going to pinch. Oh, is that part of swing classes? Oh, I, I think they sometimes do weights and yeah. stuff, too. I don't really know. Yeah, yeah I can't give up my gains to cardio, <laughs> so I don't do that either. I don't actually know what that yeah. What um, is a spin class? I'll like? make a philosophical um, statement here just for a sec. If you're working out, it probably should be to compete against your own, like your own self, yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of like five hundred other people, yeah. yeah. And sure, yeah. yeah. I think uh, what was interesting. I enjoy a little competition, though. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> lifting weights for speed. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let this be, let's, lifting let's, weights let be for known, time. I do not activate. <laughs> I don't. I don't advocate lifting weights for speed uh, <laughs> for, yeah. for time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Um, so that Robert Oberst guy, like one of the world's strongest men, like competes in that every year, said like most people shouldn't do deadlift, right? Like because hmm. very high risk to low reward and like, yeah, it's 
a good compound exercise and hits a lot of muscles but if you're just like trying to be fit and go work in an office or whatever like the risk of injury is so high and you don't really need to do that yeah i would say maxing out deadlift is a yeah yeah i would would agree with that as josh of 2019 would yeah yeah josh of 2012 would say fuck you both yeah exactly sure but i mean but you he is right and he even said a lot of uh like a lot of high level level athletes like because he came he was like a football guy or whatever they don't really do deadlifts in like nfl locker rooms or ncaa locker rooms because the athletes are endangering themselves right and yeah but I mean, yeah. it, it, it's still, like, you have to take that with a grain of salt. Like, mm-hmm. should you be doing your, two, like, one or two rep max deadlifts, right? Maybe that's a little yeah. bit compromising and you don't have to deal with that much force in, in a way that's um, applied that way, right? Mm-hmm. However, it still does hit, like, fantastic core stability, right? So mm-hmm. you're loading your spine in a way that uh, you have to maintain that neutral position. And if you go into flexion, you're... You're going to hurt yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So, like, keeping your spine neutral is is key in a lot of daily movements, right? Let's say you bend over and grab something from the ground, Mm -hmm. right? So, like, I mean, it's a movement you have to do, and it's good to get good at, but, I mean, do you need to do it with four to 500 pounds loaded on? Probably not. For one rep maxes with a belt on? Yeah. No. (laughs) Right? But, I mean, like, should you mainly get you know a small percentage of your body weight and be able to maintain that proper core stability for it yeah yeah oh definitely i uh going back to the like repeated movements and stuff yeah i thought of this one rich piano video (laughs) going back where he was like you want to make sure you grow overnight here's what you do (laughs) you buy a little five do you know this i know it's like five pounds no he's like buy a little like 10 pound five pound weights okay and then feeders but do uh, like do a hundred bicep curls yeah. and a hundred tricep uh, feeders. He called them feeder sets. Oh, is that? What? But he's like, do them before bed because you know when you watch a scary movie before bed <laughs> while you're sleeping, all you can do is think you about dream the about movie. it. Yeah, yeah, about yeah, it. yeah. So if you do a bunch of workouts before bed, you'll dream of growing and your body. But, and he's like, and he literally after saying that was like. In the video, it's like, you guys see how fucking smart I am. <laughs> I love that, though. Because think of all the merit this has. And I'm a bit impartial. Um, because So obviously, you hear that at Surface Valley, and you're like, this is ridiculous, right? <laughs> but So I, I, I was so curious about feeders at the time. I was like, are these valid? Like, is so would something you do those do? before bed? Is that I did actually do them for before bed no, for no, a while. No, but is that what the feeder set was as well, right? I guess, I don't know, I think Rich popularized feeders, and I think they took off a little bit because of that. Okay. okay. Um, but essentially, what it was, I think the rationale is, maybe, I don't think Rich imparted this, but um, you essentially get massive, a massive pump by increased time under tension, and yeah. like doing 100 reps of a light, manageable weight. Um, like, And I, after trying it, I was like, yeah, like this is a sweet pump break before bed, a little bit counterintuitive because I'm like trying to get sleepy and then I, <laughs> and your and, muscles are tensing and I, up. And I'm like brush my teeth, whatever, and then like grab my fifteen pound dumbbell, <laughs> curl your toothbrush. I'm like listening to like high high BPM trance and like <laughs> getting pumped doing my feeders. Um, but there was some guy who did it anecdotally, right? And he's like, "Oh, increased uh, circumference of my arms by X amount, right?" within X amount of time of doing feeders. I was like, well, if you think about like the vasculature and like how much you're stressing that area, I mean, it might not actually be 
tangible muscle hypertrophy that ex- you're experiencing. You're just getting a sick pump. You're just getting a pump and then keeping your pump all the time. And you, you're getting your muscle used to be extremely pumped and isolated. So a lot of blood flow goes there. And I don't know if that's actually scientifically valid, but I was mm. like, well, that, that could potentially do something. It won't, I don't think it'll make you really stronger. Some psychologist is going to come out in five years and be like, Rich is right. You were dreaming about the pump all along. Well, but <laughs> if it takes up, like, and if you think about that too, right? If you're thinking about it at all you times, constantly, and you become obsessive with it, yeah. you're likely going to see more improvement with it, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like, I don't know, if you think about every, anything else, if I'm thinking constantly about my woodcutting level in RuneScape, I'm probably going to play more and, <laughs> and do more. Right, like you, you, you kind of... You are what you think about because you are you, what you eat. You you do yeah. eat big to get big. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking about it. I wake up. I'm like, shit. I did a bicep curls for two hours last night. I gotta eat. And then you're like, shit. I gotta go to the gym. And yeah. then, like yeah. it, it forces self, you to take more action. Self perpetuating. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It is essentially right, yeah. and it's yeah. well, with that psychological base, right? Well, if you flex your muscles, you can actually put on size just by simply flexing them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like if you actually flex them correctly, yeah, constantly, correctly, <laughs> yeah. correctly. Too. Well, that's yeah. that's Arnie's big thing in pumping iron, right? Is yeah. uh, in between sets, getting a nice pump posing, right? Yeah. The pump is like coming. Getting that, yeah, like like coming, like so getting I'm that. Coming uh, at home, I'm coming at <laughs> the, the gym. gym. <laughs> <laughs> that is classic. Yeah. But you get that mind muscle connection too, right? You see it. Yeah. And you really feel that contract. Ooh, I almost cramped. Um, but you, but you really get an idea of how to squeeze and therefore hit that muscle with your exercises too, right? Yeah, I seriously, I don't think I knew how to flex my lats for the first like five years I was at the gym, right? That's because you didn't train them, bro. Because I had, didn't know how to train them properly. You literally, see, I don't train my back because <laughs> it's not the front, so I can't see it. Which makes me suspicious. You just get it. Is it even there? You need to get a big enough back you can see it from the front, girl. Ooh, called out. You missed my Dom Mazzetti reference. So. I got. Oh, it. was that was that a yeah. Dom Mazzetti so, reference? So uh, lifting card revoked. <laughs> yeah. Gym membership canceled. Yeah. The video we did about is lifting gay is still amazing. Well, that's the that's a, there's a big interplay between those two things, right? <laughs> <laughs> the the appreciation of the male physique. Yeah, very true. Where you follow a bunch of dudes who well, that's what, don't wear clothes on Instagram. Exactly, I and mean, people are like, like, "What wow, are you doing?" A bunch of <laughs> yeah. beefy men on stage in their speedos, right? And you're just like, "Wow, amazing quad <laughs> separation," right? <laughs> and you're expected to just be like, "Yep, there's Nathan in public looking at naked men," right? Pretty much. That's what I expect. You would have a right to be like a little bit like, huh. Yeah. All right. It's what it's what I've come to expect. It's not. It's not. <laughs> so. I mean, I do it out of sheer appreciation for the Sheer sport. appreciation of yeah. the determination, the dedication, the no days off, <laughs> the never giving up. Yeah, never give up. The only 5% of people. Uh, yeah. The 5%ers. 5%. <laughs> I love it. I love how this podcast is going to be peppered with rich references. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we should just use him as a cover photo. Yeah. We yeah, probably we will, to be honest. Think of that. Because I, I, I just thought it would be funny if, you know, we had someone on him and was like, 
hey man, like, uh, do you like we do an intro song? Like, do you have any songs that mean something to you or whatever? Yeah, and, they'll, and then they'll be like, yeah, sure, play that. I'm like, okay, and then just do like airplanes by Bob. <laughs> <laughs> just the most generic dubstep prank invasion uh, intro. Oh yeah, you should do yeah, that. Something sure. like that. Yeah. I would love that. Try to think of the most stupid song ever. But for mine, I really would appreciate the Natty theme. Barbie Girl, Aqua for Nate. No, uh, Lollipop, Aqua. Ooh, oh. or Dr. Jones, Aqua. Or Ooh, Dr. Jones. Mr. Vane by... Uh, Mr. Vane's a great yeah, song. song. <laughs> by uh, fucking Beat... Fuck, do you know what song you know what song I'm talking about? Uh, you you brought it up the other time Mr. the other Reed. night. Yeah. One of you guys played it the other day. Keep I can't remember who uh, who who the artist is. Yeah, get this uh, video copy striked. Uh... It's already copy striked, don't you? Oh yeah, we use copyright content all yeah, the time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're we don't get enough views to get <laughs> ads. So Nice. You actually have to it's not even view so it's views, but you actually have to have a certain number of subscribers before they'll actually pay you as well i thought it was minutes watch too isn't there something like that it's a combination of all the above i'm told mm. culture beat who's this by culture beat oh culture this beat. is like a different version oh this is the real version <laughs> <laughs> oh i really like it but we not this is gonna be your song i would it's... prefer natty thing <laughs> all right fine you know. that song takes me back to do you guys remember like the go-kart places and stuff at west ed when we were like Kids. Oh yeah, like, like oh, yeah. not Fantasyland. Actually, it was like a friend of ours. His dad owned them, but it was like, uh, oh, like across from Galaxy Land. The laser there, tag, and then there was laser I don't think tag. I ever did the there was mini golf. There was golf, or not golf carts, bumper carts. Yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to? That's a good question. We'll have to talk about that after the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, those businesses always like they would be good for a while, and then. Yeah, went under because the least the lawsuit because some kid loses an arm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like ah oh, shit, loses his vision because he gets shot in the eye by laser yeah. tag. <laughs> some some shoddy uh, mechanic work, and then some kid gets a, a brain injury, and then there you go. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that uh, those trampoline parks, kids break their legs at those a lot, but they're very good at keeping them quiet. See, because that's because that's the thing. There's no more perfect. Um, that's like. The perfect environment, like if you're trying to create ankle sprains and, and tibia fractures, like that is Spe- actually going back to what earlier you're talking about controlling variables. Yeah, <laughs> if you're like thinking in a think tank, you're like, how do I get the most younger <clears throat> kids to fracture their, <laughs> to their get ankles? Injured. <laughs> then, like that's it. That's the get them model. like hyper in a group, right? So they're not really focusing on much, right? And they're all trying to show off in front of each other and play with their friends, tag, and like make it trampolines where you <laughs> where you provide an insane surface for someone to have uncontrolled movement on. <laughs> not only that, but put them in there with full grown adults. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then, yeah. <laughs> you have a recipe for fucking disaster. seriously. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. yeah. No, there's there's it's a beautiful. lot of give uh, them a whole bunch of Pepsi before. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all for like birthdays too oh, and yeah, stuff, exactly. right? So they get so a bunch like, of cake. They're like, yeah, yeah, let's jump. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. But I mean, seriously, if you think about it, you're like, wow, that's the perfect storm, right? Yeah. yeah. That is for yeah. For, Stress fractures for, for ankle injuries. Yeah, yeah. no, seriously, In young young children. I would say that's my unprofessional opinion. Yeah. Off the record, that's funny. 
Off, yes. You're on the fucking record, off though. Off the record, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uncontrolled variables, let's talk about nutrition then, because Ooh. that's going to be a big one. <laughs> well, uh, again, like, from most of the stuff I've seen, uh, I don't really know fin- much. Finish your point. <laughs> <laughs> I like, was just saying... Because, well, like, ahead. okay, so I always, always look into these things, right? Uh, because each each diet has its time at the limelight, and then has a few niche applications, and then pizzles out a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, obviously, these diets work for people. Um, let's let's say like keto, paleo, um, intermittent fasting, right? Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, at the end of the day. I think most people, and I'm talking about like 98% of people, myself included in that proportion, I think you do well with just a calorie in, calorie out diet, making sure you keep your macros relatively balanced and uh, uh, make sure you're, you're following Canada's food guide. <laughs> <laughs> but, but actually though, right, I think that's good for most people in terms of yeah, like, what you want to people. achieve. Yeah. And then if you are, let's say, bodybuilding and you want to focus on hypertrophy, increase meal frequency and make sure you're getting enough nutrients from muscle protein synthesis, right? Hmm. Um, there, there you go. Do, your, do your, Say your thing. Oh, I was going to say, remember the Mark Ripto or Ripple Toe or whatever? The starting start Ripto, toe. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where five by five. There was always the memes that were like, because he was the go-mad guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. But then, and then it was like, Normal people's ideal nutrition is like a meme, and it was like vegetables and meat and stuff. It's like Ripto's ideal nutrition. It was just a slice of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. But I, that was in Four Hour Body too, right? Yeah. Is it Four Hour Body? Yeah, that's maybe Tim Ferriss's book. There's some of the stuff in that yeah. book that are kind of like. Eh, it is, yeah. but I think but, I listened to the audio, or no, no, I think I downloaded a free PDF of that book and read like half, and it was like, or is it Eight Hour Body? Four hour. Is it four hour body? Four, four, hour, four hour, hour work week. Four oh, hour. yeah. That was four kind hour, of his brand name or whatever. I see. Yeah. Yeah. But before hour body, I was like, this sounds all completely stupid. Like, it, this, so, yeah. like I read it. and I had like, a buddy that actually gave it back for a refund. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> really? so, it's interesting, right? Because there are some great nuggets there, right? Yeah. Um, like, like, he could have gone in a little bit of a different direction for it, but he used a lot of anecdotal stuff, too, right? Mm-hmm. So he talked to the gurus of certain fields and pulled certain things from it and and didn't with other things. Lots of it research-based. The other, no, not necessarily, but it's there, right? Mm-hmm. And so I I liked that book in insofar as it was like my... It was kind of like a springboard. It was my first, like... Um, my first delving into some piece of literature for like a little bit more of my to fuel my bro science let's just say yeah right and so now for my bro science i had people i talked to at the gym who looked bigger than me plus tim ferris so i was slowly building my repertoire your background of knowledge yeah i get the whole minimum effective dose thing yeah I, that makes sense to me but at the same time there's some stuff in there that you're just like What's your favorite nugget? Then? I'd have to go back and reread it, but there's a few years ago that I read it, and it was there was some stuff about um, the the fast carb slow carb stuff. Yeah, yeah. I actually don't mind that. I think that, that there's some merit to it as well. You don't want to be eating pure 
processed yeah. sugar. Yep. It's probably better to be eating beans or something, something. with fiber or whatever, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you were a vegetarian before. Ooh, we're gonna yeah. call you. Oh, yeah, we're gonna call Ooh, you. Yeah. Oh, oh, put him on the hot seat. Uh-oh. I was yeah. talking to people a lot about this actually because, on depending on diet choice, you're actually, like, you get ostracized in school a little bit. I remember that was a big thing for me. Everyone thought I was like malnourished and I had weak bones and they couldn't, like, push me or something or else I would break. <laughs> and like. <laughs> To be honest, with how I looked at the time, you might think that. Yeah, but um, we all kind of looked like that at one point. Yeah, yeah but definitely. But uh, anyways, yeah, how no, long I was were vegetarian. You a vegetarian for? From birth till like. Um, oh shit! Did you spit out your water. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, from birth to like. Done a... <laughs> <laughs> just get a little mic spray. Yeah. Um, no, I was from birth till, I think like sixteen, seventeen. Okay. Uh, at least. Into high school. Yeah. Um, and, like, oh, occasionally I would have some fish, too. So, yeah. like, it wasn't full vegetarian, and I would eat, obviously, I would still eat cheese and, and whatever. So, pescatarian. Pescatarian, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still didn't have fish too much. Most of my <clears throat> meals were bad. Did you eat eggs? No. Oh, okay. I actually couldn't palate eggs for some reason. Really? So, my parents would eat eggs and stuff like that. but And my brother did, too. But I actually just couldn't eat eggs. I hated the texture. Yeah. And now yeah. I love eggs. Yeah, they're my favorite. Thing. And yeah. I, I recently went for a, a physical, and my doctor's like, your cholesterol's like way too high. Really? <laughs> no way. I was eating like six eggs a night. I was like six. I'm four a day, so maybe I should go look at. You should that. definitely get some of your <laughs> triglycerides no, 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 checked. No, 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 no. We know bro science is better than real science, and bro science says. Cholesterol is good. Cholesterol <laughs> good for testosterone. <laughs> this is yeah. Obviously, everything's in a balance, but I might as well just eat six eggs a night, yeah. right? There was a study that actually people with higher cholesterol live longer. Wait, at night you eat them? Well, like I used to scrambled eggs before bed. Casein I used protein. to. Yeah. There's casein in them, didn't there? Yeah, I think there is. It's a slow release. That's why you eat cottage cheese at night, bro. Uh, casein. Jeez. I used to actually get like casein whey. Right? I did too, and then I had. Two I don't think I ever bought that, but I do. I remember when that was all the debate. And I, I remember two when bottles, and my mom was like, fucking get rid of one of these. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, okay. <laughs> okay, um, mom. Oh, mom. You're I like, mean, sure. I had a buddy who had his entire Lazy Susan in the corner of his, like, you know who I'm talking about, in the corner of his kitchen, full of supplements. Oh, yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Maybe I do. I think I have a reason. You know who I'm guess, talking about. But, uh, yeah, but yeah. there's straight, like, fucking... Mass gainer, straight synthesis protein. Synthesis. He, he would put protein from other proteins into the synthesis because it had the coolest. Yeah, it had the coolest looking bottle. Yeah, no, so. synthesis was big too. Cause Ronnie Coleman was like big into like sponsoring synthesis, and yeah. he'd have like what like six scoops per shake, and I was like, wow, that's like a $20 shake. <laughs> um, but, uh, to his credit though, he did, he was probably the biggest kid I knew at the time. The, the person you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, the person I'm talking about. So. Sure. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure I know who you're talking about, yeah. so I can't necessarily agree, but okay. he probably was. Fair enough. Um, but, um, no, supplement game is something that's actually quite interesting, right? Yeah. Um, and it's changed a lot for me. I've, I've been on so many bandwagons with that because it's so much hearsay and, Raspberry ketones. Uh. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Um, and you don't really know. Well, that's 
where bro science is heavily can heavily influence you, right? I feel like it's you do you test shit out and if it works, you keep doing it. If it doesn't work, you stop doing it. Yeah. That's kind of my whole take on sure, it. Sure, yeah. No, yeah. that's I think well that's just the what the standard is, right? Yeah. Um, in terms of taking someone's anecdotal evidence. Yeah. And, well, that's nutrition too cuz I feel like you can't point down to a perfect diet for the entire human population. Oh, there's no way. No. I feel like there's mm. certain people with different genetic backgrounds that are more inclined to a Mediterranean diet, and then there's the Inuit who can eat whale blubber and be totally fine forever. Right. I'm ready to see Inuit diet, Josh. Uh, can't wait. Uh. Well, you know what? I did, <laughs> I did do the whole like carb cycling and stuff, and for me, it got me to the leanest I've ever been. Yeah. Um, I actually, for me, carbohydrates hit me quite hard, so I don't I don't have them before my shake in the afternoon. I only eat fats and proteins in the morning. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because then I don't get a huge insulin spike. I see. Okay. There's obviously insulin, but there's not a big spike in a crash. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. And again, I don't have a lot to say about that. Yeah. It's more so like you find out what works for you, right? Yeah. And and then you go yeah. off of basic. Uh, well, since I can't really give much detailed advice, you just go off basic. Yeah. Um, well, you're not a nutritionist. You're no, a I physiotherapist. So. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Um, I'm just be... asking, like, more what you do. But 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 for the, for me personally, it's more becomes uh, like the way I. Like, the theory going in is going to be, well, just calories in, be calories out. Yeah. You do your best to approximate without wanting to blow your brains out because of um, how tedious it actually is to measure every single calorie <laughs> yeah. you eat. Weighing um, and measuring your yeah, food and all Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, I've never uh, done that. Never yeah. will. So yeah, it's just a bit of a balance, right? For dinner, yeah. and, and mine has now, my focus since I've started working more is going to be, um, I, I'm just ensuring that I get a nice, clean source of protein in as consistently as possible as I can throughout the day. Mm. Keep that, keep that anabolism going, <laughs> and uh, and because uh, no- normally, well, for my my recent diet has essentially been not eating for most of the day and then just absolutely gorging at the yeah. end of the day. Well, the whole fucking eat every three hours is bullshit because humans wouldn't have survived as a species if that was a that's true oh there's a good point that's a good point, way of yeah. eating <laughs> you're right there's obviously well points of feast points of famine right there if you're thinking about the hunter gatherer yes i would say like right? the only time or how have... people evolved really right? yes but yeah i listened to another podcast about oh, this recently you listen to other podcasts uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 i think his whoa. name was thomas harrington he was talking about diet uh <laughs> Um, and uh, you, want, you have a diet podcast? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> apparently. Uh, who knows if you guys know? Yeah. They're creating podcasts like they're going out of style. So. <laughs> they are, uh, bro. That's what you got on the podcast <laughs> network. Um, so uh, before that, fucking... you should create your own Netflix, but with your own podcast. Before the fucking Neuralink hits in, and everybody just shares thoughts that way. So. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's. Um, in terms of uh, when I asked you what we want to talk about, that was pretty much the only thing you said was Neuralink. Did so. you watch? Did you watch the intro and everything? No, I read the paper on it. Yeah. Did, did you actually read the whole paper? I did. Just, it's only I eight just, pages. I kind of glo- oh really? I just glossed through the. Well, yeah, they just they just implanted in some mice, and they're like, yeah, this is a thing now. And you're like, what's your what's your take on it? After so what the paper? What is the goal of Neuralink? Like, is it meant to be an interface so you can look at your phone 
and just think about it, no. and your phone will. No, I, I thought one. I thought the application. Well, from what I was what, reading, yeah. What's the day one application? I guess, well, it's question. just a new oh, man. I want to use foray. I want to use that word in like every single thing. Um, well, it's an advancement on on the ability to to measure brain waves, right? The technology uh, already exists. Um, if you've ever seen, there are quadriplegics where they do these deep brain stimulations, and they actually are able to control a robotic hand to feed mm-hmm. them or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That technology exists. It feels like they're building a better mousetrap and going 10x on it mm-hmm. and just really going a lot deeper with a much less invasive surgery. So so Neuralink doesn't really have an application. It's just the it's gonna be raw f- technology and well, then they will develop stuff for their it. Their application, my understanding, is for initially will be for quadriplegics and paraplegics mm-hmm. to so, help them with yeah i, I would say utilizing that utilizing devices i would say tom gotcha. i would actually say you're you're correct in what yeah. you're saying right because it it is a technological advancement yeah um and in the context it was uh laid forward it was almost like a progression uh, in in terms of a, a way to accurately measure and record high levels of of brain activity yeah and so you could do with that a lot not just quadriplegic, paraplegic, no. but they use that as an example in terms of like DBS, right? Yeah. Because the technology they use for DBS now is at a certain level, and they can get certain refined movements out of it, but it's uh, it's invasive and it harms vasculature, and like um, there you go. There's it's not necessarily easy to do. I think the most effective application they have right now is cochlear implants. Oh, I see. They they use well, they use similar technology oh, okay. for like relearning how to hear for people that are deaf for example oh i see yeah okay so in the initial stages it seems to be a medical application and trying to give back some function to these people that are in that state sure yeah to me which is very interesting obviously but oh well that that would be very interesting to you yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah yeah no i it's it's really interesting i think it's um um i'm after you know it, and it brought up in the article too the uh, the other ways of of measuring uh, uh, brain activity essentially right, right? Yeah. I'm interested in it especially for like a research perspective too right because um, uh, if you go to any university and you go to their neuroscience department or psychology department it'll be uh, a lot of they they use those EEG caps right and mm. um, get random summations of brain activity and the more accurately you can measure uh, activity in the brain and the more comprehensively you can do that with less invasiveness is like huge mm-hmm. for for any type of thing you want to study to do with neuroscience right it's going to be that's massive that's a big change and if they can make that technology readily available mm-hmm. um then that's like that's a huge advancement for um essentially any research involving um uh, localization of function in the brain or anything like that right yeah that's gonna be great when you're comparing like eeg electroencephalography yeah yeah uh caps and like you're just getting a general idea of random brain activity fmris which are just stupid and i was just like how do you really (laughs) i'm like you can i'm sure and uh, i haven't done any research there so i I can't necessarily claim to know but i was like there's a lot of stuff going on there, and it's like a lot of different, uh, lots of brain activity in a small space. So like, how can you really be sure about 
what's happening in that one iota, right? And how can you make inferences off basis? Off well, of that's that? where they're building algorithms around it to catch just the algorithms, yeah, 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 yeah to yeah. catch spikes, which is fascinating to me. My, I think a lot of people went the direction with it as in it becoming some sort of Black Mirror episode where you are interfacing with computers and yeah. able to, you know, like what's well, dumb? Yeah, you read the article and you're like, well, it's a we have a lot of this technology. It actually refines it and makes it more better. It, it better, right? Yeah. But that's well. When you read the headlines about it, it's like, oh wow, are we installing AIs uh, into the human brain? Right? It's like, well, no. This has more processing power and, re- and has more recording capability, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, uh, me integrating with Cortana from Halo <laughs> isn't. Uh, <laughs> Is it really... Uh, it isn't quite there yet. It's not really there, but Chief. I mean... Chief! <laughs> First crush. First crush? Oh, yeah. 2001? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of how old I was. <laughs> Nine years old? Yeah, no. probably. No. That's funny. Um, but yeah, no, I... Uh, that does... I always harken back to my undergrad with all that neuro stuff, right? Yeah. Well, my brother's in psychology, so... I oh, 2001, you nailed it. Yeah, I wanted his take on it. <laughs> I know my, I know my fucking Halo games. That, that was my series. But um, what was, uh, what was uh, Jake's take on it? I don't think you read the white paper yet, so I'll see what he's up to. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's interesting, but I just don't know if it's, it's like what it's touted to be in popular well, media. There's some hype around it in that. Well, we're gonna down. Well, you know, it's gonna be like the fucking Matrix, where it's like, do you know how to fly that helicopter? Not yet. And then they just fucking download the... But yeah, that's like me creating the wheel and saying I'm going to be driving a car around in a, in a few years, right? Yeah. There's a, it's certainly a base for that technology, but yeah. a lot needs to happen. It's very I early, I guess. Is it's the early, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's like Grug making stone. Stone <laughs> wheel. And I'm like, oh... Put a motor. Uh, put a motor on it. And like, and like I, I have a picture of the stone wheel and I'm like, uh, breaking invention. Uh, yeah. Nathan creates automobile. And it's just a fucking wheel, right? Yeah. Right, right. There's a, there's a lot okay, of stuff. So, that... so kind of the clickbaitiness of the titles, because to go from what Neuralink is now, that's a huge leap to. I would, f- I feel it is, yeah. but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I think that Elon is a very good marketer. Let's put it that oh, way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Elon is a, well, he's a, he's a fantastic guy. I enjoy yeah. Elon stuff all the time. Yeah. yeah. Following his Twitter is just yeah hilarious. a treat. Yeah, right? yeah, but I think he's a very good marketer. Well, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure. He, I think he's good at a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, I wanted to know what your take was on it because you probably have a little bit more background in this space. Well, I mean, in a way, yes, in a formalized education way, but like, oh, we're gonna get into this. Boom, boom, boom. But not boom, interesting boom. choice of words. <laughs> Well, but I mean, I can't claim to know much about it. Like mm-hmm. I did a, a yeah. part of my undergrad in, in neuro and, and science side, right? So, yeah. like, I mean, it's there. But I mean, could I quote much current literature to you? Probably not. Yeah, I've been focusing on other things in my uh, formalized yeah. education. I'm uh, pretty sure I have probably a PhD from my... In my... Uh, <coughs> formalized education. <laughs> 
when it comes to neuro stuff, I'm pretty sure I have a PhD in spinal cord injury. Cause yeah, I would. Yeah, I would if, if I had one. You lie, you lie in bed in, in the hospital. There's not much else to do. You're like, so. what's prognosis? What's prognosis? What's prognosis? <laughs> How do I get better? <laughs> Will I be able to get an erection? <laughs> Is jerking off possible? <laughs> We won't talk about those stories on the podcast, but uh, um, of course, but yeah. they're they're a part of it too, right? That's, yeah. it, it does that's make a sense huge to be a legitimate portion of it, concern, right? right? Yeah. So, you're you're a sexual being. That's uh, <laughs> that's a big part of your identity <laughs> as a man, and right? Yeah, this is true. Yeah. As a human, there's there's a funny as a human. There's a very being. funny story involving a nurse that. I won't go into. That, yeah, yeah, just for my sake, let's yeah. not do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Um, uh, but yeah, you'd have a right to be uh, like fascinated by that, and oh, you want to scour all the literature, and then you'll go to your doctor and be like, have you read this? <laughs> Look at this! Yeah. You know what, dude, is because when I came back from the injury, and I was in Edmonton, and they put me in the Miz, and I was in a, uh, like, I was in an orthopedic ward, right? They don't have a neuro ward there, to my knowledge. I see, okay. So, they had no fucking idea about anything when it came to really? that injury. Yeah. Huh. So, my nurses were amazing, and they were actually going home at night and reading literature on it, and like, well, this is how we should actually be doing these sort of things. And Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I know they have a neurophysio clinic at the Miz. Yeah. Well, the Miz for physio is actually quite good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. really good, so. Yeah, they had some good neurospecialty people there. Anyways, from what I recall. Yeah. When I was there for... I, I had a clinical placement there for like like a week. So I was like, wow. And then left. <laughs> wow, crash course. Wow, Come cool. On. <laughs> no, Kick on. you up. Yeah. On to the next one. Yeah. Um, Why but, is it so short? Because you have to well, do like six. It, it depends. It, so like certain placements uh, in, in the physiotherapy program, they'll be like the early few placements, they start off as like one to two week. Oh, okay. And just then a, just like a little tiny blip. When, when you don't really know a lot, mm-hmm. you're just getting started with your introductory <clears throat> courses in physio and then um and then the placements soon become six week uh, bouts and i think you have like i've already forgot how many did like five do they do that more for you to develop an interest in a certain space i mean like cardiac or yeah because you do have to you do for each aspect of physio you have to you have to do it in in each field so you right. have to do cardiorespiratory placement you have yeah. to do a neuro placement you have to do um, some sort of community physio placement, mm-hmm. and, um, and I don't know if it's a requirement, but yeah, neuro and private, and so yeah. you so you have to do that. Yeah. Um, so they do make you get a good idea of what you want in terms of a field, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it's clinical experience, right? And lots of what's in physio, it's very difficult. Well, you you can teach it, right? Um, but I felt this heavily going through the program and it's like uh, you need to know the context in which you're applying your clinical deduction and things like that if, yeah. you, if you don't it makes it difficult for the learning to stick so that's what I think placement is really really good for but gotcha. anyways but yeah really cool neuro stuff yeah most definitely for an occupational therapist do they have to go through similar education for physio or is it because it's the same amount of schooling uh, yeah yeah? yeah, I think it's a master's. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and um, different requirements to get into the program. I think yeah. it's it, it's slightly different. I feel like physio. Sorry, I feel like for occupational, you'd have to have almost like a higher patience level. 
Oh, it's, and it's it's tricky to say because the duties or the requirements are so different from place to place, right? Yeah. As I know, depending on where you work, physios will do one thing and occupational therapists will do another. And like in some hospitals, they split it up upper and lower body. <laughs> so, really interesting. Um, like I remember, I think Glen Rose was like that, and 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 PTs did lower body. Yeah. And then OTs did upper body. I was like, well. We learn about the whole body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, no kidding. Uh, but you know, right, a lot yeah. of the the things associated with motor function in the upper extremity involve more equipment, bracing, yeah. whatever, right? Whatever it may be. So, hospitals have found it's easy to be like, oh, OTs, you're gonna do upper body, PTs, lower body. I was like, well, it's a little bit of a quick and dirty way to do it. Interesting. But I mean, OT works. more about like teaching getting, someone to like make a cup of coffee yeah. and like more severe getting back to your stuff yeah, it's, and, it's yeah. getting back to like living in real life L- yeah, yeah exactly it's like fu- it's functional applications of these things yeah. with like outside of the system of the body a little bit right mm-hmm. so like physio let's say you uh, break your leg well uh, so physio's focus is going to be on um, let's say uh, ability to walk with like surrounding muscle uh, and like retraining muscle tissue after mobilization and things like that and and OTs will be like okay so you have to live your life at home uh, what kind of uh, supports will you need yeah right so like okay you're going into a vulnerable uh, play you, you don't have shower supports you don't have you you won't be able to reach certain things you have to uh, and like braces and things like that to immobilize you and things like Honestly, I can't really speak to it a lot since I haven't. I can't either because when I was in there, I didn't have very much occupational. It was all physio. Well, yeah, and that's heavily muscle function based, right? Yeah, occupational for me, they were like, oh, you're a strong 20 year old. Yeah, and you. You'll figure your shit out. And you know what to do, right? In terms of the level of your injury, and yeah. like maybe if you were, well, let's say, more so uh, higher in the Asia category. Mm. Um, they may have had more of a role for you after, Perhaps, right? Yeah. Um, let's say you're in Asia B, right? They, yeah. they may have oh, had oh, to... What? B? What, what is that word? It's, um, oh, jeez, I can't remember what the acronym it's is. Acronym. It's a way to classify injuries? spinal cord injuries oh, okay, and, okay. and prognosis post. Um, um, you want to be as far away <laughs> from A as possible. Yeah, you want to be like a D or an E. Okay. I think, is there an, is, does, I think E is full function. Yeah. I and think then D is some residual deficit, I yeah. think. And, yeah. um, if, honestly, I should really know since I did just recently write my yeah. national certification non-formal exam. Non-formal education. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, point for non-formal education. Um, ding, 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 ding. I don't know about that. Uh, um, yeah, I, but, was a, uh, I was a C. Uh, you were a C, okay. A Will C. this same card be fine still, Josh, or should I put in the other one? No, that card should be fine. Yeah, um, yeah so I was a C. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. You're doing pretty well. I'm doing all right. Yeah, I would say you, you, you're doing no, actually wait, uh, quite well. I'll need the other one. The okay. one says there's a minute left. Sure. Here you go. Oh, oh. almost made it. <laughs> wasn't, even, wasn't even tracking that. Well, then my, I was pulling this one out. I wasn't even tracking that. I was pulling this one out, and I'm like, oh. I might be able to get both. Um, yeah, for a C, like... Yeah. It's good for a C, yeah. I, I honestly assumed you were a D. Yeah. I was like, that's a D. That's a D. That's a D right there. Yeah. Well, I think some of my muscles are probably E now, but I don't know. There's definitely some that are still D, maybe even C. So. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Ah. 
We can talk about that more later. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. I'm just giving it a thumbs up to the camera because we're good. We were recording through the whole thing. So. Oh, yeah. Nice. We got it. <laughs> wow. Don't you, Don't you worry, Nate. I'm the fucking king of transitions when it comes to video editing. Don't I can't wait till the to see the slow um, fade. cube fade. That's not like even they do in PowerPoint presentations. From one corner to the other. <laughs> you should do that, actually. That'd be way I don't funnier. know if it has it. Yeah. Maybe. Or it like flips. <laughs> it like, like, whoop. Yeah, or that's or so it like yeah. flips to, off to the side. Or yeah. it has like. Ten different things that yeah, come yeah, down. Yeah. yeah. No. Essentially, we should what it just will be. do. Uh, what we should actually do is the Joe Rogan snow effect over the whole episode. Uh, Have you ever seen that? I don't think so. It's like early episodes. For some reason, it was like like you know how there were like webcam filters. Like there still are mm-hmm. on like a you know the Mac one where it does like a, like a roller coaster behind you or whatever, right? Like early ones of that, it would be like sn- it would look like it was snowing. And for some reason, Joe Rogan recorded his early podcast with just this weird snow overlay well, on every episode. Like, it yeah. wasn't even wintertime. That's great. Where's your guys' unique feature? I don't know if Shotcut can do that, so <laughs> we'll see. They better be able to, and you better have the Natty theme playing. Uh, <laughs> the entire uh, episode. The entire episode. <laughs> we should or just have or the, when maybe no, when we Tom have... talks only. <laughs> <laughs> we should have the intro. <laughs> we should have the uh, the first, like... Like sixteen bars of Mr. Bane just looping. <laughs> I'm actually gonna be so disappointed if you don't have the natty theme. <laughs> we no, can, we can do don't that. you worry. We'll we'll get you. Oh yeah. No, the transition will be more like it'll cut, then it'll be our logo, and then it will fade back into the video. Because I haven't had a f I haven't figured out how to merge the two. Especially if there's audio in between, there's pretty much nothing you can do. Oh, I see. Uh, Video or editor extraordinaire right here. Yeah, those are good, honestly. Hey, man, my audio editing is pretty good because I can do the, for Audacity, literally you like, to do the fade in and fade out of the different audios, you literally select the the last tail end of it and just click fade out and it'll like drop it. Sweet. Yeah. No, honestly... It's a big deal. The editing is a big deal. I've seen like a lot of, um, if I'm perusing YouTube, right, a lot of the really popular guys that I enjoy watching, they have like fantastic editing, editing. and like yeah. very good comedic timing on exactly. the editing itself. Yeah, that's a big part of it, right? For sure. I was like, wow, this video wouldn't have been funny unless the editor was like on, on his it. game and yeah. knew exactly what, like, what do you want to do with humor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually fantastic. Yeah. I was stunned by that, like, snap editing and those either quick transitions or quick memes. Once you... Exactly. The more you, like, know about it, like... Because video editing is, like, fairly hard, frankly. Like, if you discipline. don't... Like, it is, like, a... My, unique... Both my parents are editors by oh. trade. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, then... Are they looking for any pro bono side work? Uh, <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, like maybe. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> moving up in the production world. value increasing. <laughs> this is hey, actually man. hilarious. Though. Mr. Schmidt, can you help? Uh, my mom just retired. I think. So. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. she, might, she might. She might. She might. She might be a little bit bored. Throw her a couple long and hard episodes. Honestly, <laughs> she could, you could see what she wanted to do. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, oh, interesting. 
Because that's what we're competing with in Edmonton right now. There's a couple other podcasts. They're video editing. Much better Much than Much better video editors. So, like, what's, what aspects of their editing, you know? Just the uh, ability to throw, like, text in and doing, like, shifts and, you know, like, uh, camera angles and all and that. Then all, and then also part of it is kind of, like, I would say the hardware aspect of, like, knowing how to have mul- multiple cameras and then doing the cuts between cameras. So, ideally, in a perfect world, we'd have one there, one there facing both of us. And then it could transition. Oh, it could come back and forth. Like, yeah. like Jay yeah. Rogues. Well, yeah, exactly. so when Literally, you're talking, yes. yeah. when we're talking, yeah. you know? Exactly. Wow, that increases Tom's work exponentially. <laughs> well, to edit to edit one of these is probably an hour each. Yeah. And, and that's that's like basic bitch well, yeah. That's not, that's yeah. not full on. And then, so. well, that and then for me to do the clips I do for, for Instagram, like it's a fairly idiot-proof software that we use, but yeah. it is quite tedious right yeah. it is subtitles is the hardest so i couldn't imagine being like do you ever watch casey neistat or anything on youtube no i've heard of him though. oh or like even like well like pewdiepie has huge edi- but he has he editors. Has, he, has he has a couple editors but those guys watch that uh, was... mentioning of that political figure on this podcast <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> have you seen his minecraft playthroughs very <laughs> anyway <laughs> but point being those guys must spend just like a their editors are very good yeah. and then b like but they, they also spend hours and hours and they and also hours know them really well and their comedy really well exactly their timing. Yeah, yeah they're they're like you need like someone yeah. specific on like, yeah. on staff if you will when i was yeah. referencing that prior it was mainly i had pewds videos in mind yeah right? exactly no so, that, that's a big part of it right yeah. so the only reason i mentioned nice that though is because he sh- like was at one point shooting a video a day editing it and uploading it the next day yeah like that was all he was doing. A big guy like that is H three H three too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's his videos are so good because of like that crisp, quick wit and and editing and yeah, uh, editing like makes a combination, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, but I think that the video aspect does play into yeah. this. Well, a lot this more. is as soon as we added this version of video versus like the webcam stuff we were doing, <laughs> it has dramatically increased viewership and listens and people are have just commented on it a lot right like oh interesting they like actually seeing you like oh. it's a fairly known oh yeah <laughs> logo to camera <laughs> and then i need to just get this over my shorts so yeah, you don't, like the whole time they're like dress they're like is he wearing pants yeah. <laughs> i need uh, or i uh, don't uh... <laughs> see these are the strategies you need to yeah. employ. Yeah, or I was even just like, oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, hang on. Yeah, I was like, don't move. I wonder when it will fall over. Oh, oh my god! Big Chungus breaks the couch. <laughs> That's gonna be a fucking yeah. clip, man. Oh, and it's... he didn't close the door. That is so funny. Oh no. Uh, yeah. Oops. Maybe we'll get one of the hosts. The to door to the mystery couch. room back here. <laughs> <laughs> the mystery room where we just each individually go once an episode <laughs> who knows what's back there <laughs> oh man oh boy oh. Oh. be careful shifting around over yeah I know I, I look relaxed right now but really my whole core <laughs> is tense just right core, now. core is fully tense <laughs> he's just, just sweating man <laughs> He's gonna lift his arm. It's gonna be fucking just drenched. Yeah. <laughs> Anxiety about the couch. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that is too funny. I didn't think I'd have to worry about that. <laughs> Thought I'd have to worry about some 
some tough questions. Uh, we, we're not really good at those, to be honest. No, they're hard to be good really at. ask questions. We just have conversations, I, yeah. I would say. Do you have any grilling questions? For Nate? Yeah. yeah. Grill him. Grill this guy. Grill this guy like a cheap fucking burger. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Ask me how I get my teeth this white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we, we don't uh, we don't take fucking uh, underhand pitches from the guests. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we don't give those out either. Just little lobs. Yeah, yeah. Just, just nice little lobs. Just... Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> He's like, fuck. Ask it, yeah. This isn't morning TV, okay? We, uh... Maybe more people would watch if it was. Ooh, call Ooh. out. Mm-hmm. Call Our viewership out. is growing at a steady rate. Just <laughs> <laughs> so you know. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Yeah, maybe you've Thank you have big names like Dylan Ferrance. <laughs> Dude, that has 69 views today, so. I, I also watched it, actually. Yeah, did, how'd yeah. you like it? Pretty decent episode. There's some laughs. There were some. There were some good laughs. Uh, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's some inside jokes too, though. That only I tried. That's what I tried. <laughs> See, I tried I to. I tried to get away from those, and yeah. then I also there were a few where I like backpedaled and had to tell a story from the start because I but, was like. But you yeah. do what you have to to get yeah. the conversation going. Oh, right? for sure. Yeah. But it was funny because Quentin listens to a lot of podcasts at his work because he's a little lab rat. Yeah. And so he has time, and yeah, he's listened to. Almost, I would say, 50% of the podcasts on iTunes. <laughs> okay. Uh, like, he's just constantly listening to podcasts. Yeah. Does he listen to uh, ours? Yeah, I think he does from oh, time to time, sweet. yeah. Um, Probably listens to Call Me Daddy. Call Her Daddy. Call Her Daddy. Yeah. Oh, is that... Uh, you were bringing up a group chat. I had no idea what you are talking about. Yeah, I These know. two chicks have Barstool. I don't know. I've listened to it. It's not bad. It's funny. Barstool Sports? Yeah. Like, they're under the brand or whatever. I mean... Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I mean, if people are watching, then whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, if they're, they're winning, I think they might have surpassed Joe Rogan for subscribers or something like that. Well, yeah, well, Joe Rogan. To be honest, like Joe Rogan's had some fascinating guests on. Yeah, but like, he also has some like friends of the show where you're just like, yeah, what are they talking yeah. about? But he's got to harken back to his old viewership, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean. Like, that's a good point. The, the yeah. one, yeah. the one thing that I just f- find a little bit annoying, and this is what I noticed when he had like Matthew Walker on, mm-hmm. like these really great, like leaders in science in certain mm-hmm. fields, and like he just doesn't hit the things that really they're like, okay, you got to get a little bit deeper in there, not just talk mm-hmm. about sleep in the context of weed, Joe. You know? Yeah. Like that's. Sorry, I just need more water. I'm like, sorry, uh, where are you going? I just leaving. I'm leaving. I felt like that was a good. I felt like that was a good. So, anyways, how are you? I'm good. How about yourself? No, that was a good point. I feel that he. Okay, I could see that. He's also a good interviewer, though, in that he doesn't really give his biases or opinions. No, well, he's great because of that, right? Yeah. He just, I think, in some topics, he just. Hmm. See, because I actually really, the Matthew Walker episode, I really enjoyed that one. Like, yeah, but it was like a surface level thing. Like, you would kind of, if you took it seriously, you'd need to, like, yeah. run with it. And But then but then it was like, oh, I'm going to read the book. And then I read the book, and it was like, wow, that was fantastic, right? Oh, you would recommend the book, yeah? Oh, yeah, it was great, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. What's it called for our viewers? Uh, why Do We Sleep? Okay. Something like that? Okay. Yeah, that, that would... By, by, by Dr. Matthew Walker. Um... <laughs> 
No, he's um. Oh, it's great, right? And and plus yeah, having someone who's who's so able to, um, let's say, focus so much of his life into literature and and those things, who's also so articulate, yeah, um, and able to like write so well. I think is like uh, it's pretty unique. So, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. It's, it, there's a lot of people who are who are smart enough to stay in those fields of research and get so nitty gritty with it. But yeah, um, like being like able to be able to present it well. Yeah, certainly. being able to do that and present it well to the layperson is like mm-hmm. I think that's insane. Right? That's that's incredible. Yeah, definitely. Um, He's not like Stephen Hawking, where you're just like reading on the shoulders oh, yeah. of giants. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> I was like, I bought oh, that. You guys tried to read that. Yeah. I bought that for my bookcase just to look smart. Yeah, I know. I did too, and I, I actually, it's I, like this fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. fifteen hundred page. Book. And so, like, out of my interest for like Copernicus and stuff like that, I was like, actually trying to really read into it. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I, it lost me after like introductory spots. Right, I was yeah. like, well. I would, might need more of a background here to actually really get this. But. Might need more IQ. <laughs> a few more IQs. Yeah, a couple more. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was... A couple PhDs and That was one of my... Yeah. Well, the equations, because they go through pages and pages and pages of equations. Yeah. Just to oh, prove... Really? Yeah, to prove the theory. Well, they're, they're proofs, right? They're so, gotcha. Proofs, yeah. Okay. They're essentially proofs, so... So you're reading it and you're just like... <laughs> yeah. Well, what I don't get is, like... Copernicus wrote that to like clergymen, right? Yeah. To to obviously prove his theory of heliocentricity. Yeah. And I was like, "What? How did a church guy understand this shit?" <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "I was like, I don't get this." <laughs> it's like the Earth goes around the sun. That's all you should have said, man. You didn't have to go through all the mathematics. They're like, just tell me, bud. Yeah, it's Copernicus, like, my boy. I wouldn't believe you. Fucking chase, man. <laughs> it sucked, man, yeah. man he had like all the shadow stuff, and I was like, wow. Yeah, man. yeah. But if you think about that now, especially with like, what all that flat Earth, the uh, that Dirty. trend, right? Yeah. If someone who really wants to like, how do you know the Earth revolves around the sun, right? Mm-hmm. For the average person, you might be like, oh. I don't know. <laughs> it just does. <laughs> right? I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, they're like, how do you really know the earth? Well, that's the is only real argument is like, well, you haven't seen it. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> well, it's a big thing, right? But if you yeah. think you're like, think about the scientific arguments as to why, there's probably a few easy ones yeah. that I haven't really bothered to think of. But if someone really wanted to put you on the spot, who's been thinking their whole life about flat earth conspiracy? <laughs> whole life? This is like a... Five year old, or like oh, there's the well, those are the people who are. I watched a documentary on. Oh yeah, there's the people who are big, big into it. But it's begun. It's gotten like huge. They had a flat Earth convention here. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I drove past. There's still a sign for it on the highway that I drove past. And I was hoping to buy a shirt, but it was like very expensive to go. (laughs) (laughs) Just a shirt. Don't they have their own website? Oh, the guys are slacking on merch. Need to monetize better. See, that's yet another one of my potential gym shirts would be a flat Earth shirt. That'd be funny. It's for actually. the meme. That'd be good. For the meme. Yeah. I think it's like reverse Occam's razor. Yeah. It's like, it's just so simple. It has to be true. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> but that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way But that's also that. like an appealing mentality to have, right? Yeah. I don't know. It, it harkens to something. Well, it also, you know, speaking of Joe Rogan, he always talks about this of like, the problem with conspiracy theories is like, it kind of attracts a certain type in a way where you like, 
want to have like inside knowledge that other people yes. don't have and there's no one who believes in like one conspiracy theory like you believe all of them or none, none of them you could say right? it's a so, certain yeah. personality type yeah, or yeah, sure yeah 100% yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think that exactly. that has some uh, so anyways we go in Arizona to storm area 51 or what <laughs> yeah what the hell is that about I don't know I've been seeing it everywhere but I don't know <laughs> oh you don't know what it so do you know who Bob Lazar is no oh so he's a guy who was a scientist that worked at Area 51, and he was, like, one of the first people who publicly, well, talked about, told the public about yes. Area 51 in, like, the 80s or whatever, yep. right? And that, like, before it was common knowledge, like, he kind of uncovered it. Okay. And so he's actually been around for a long time, but recently there's a new Netflix documentary on him, and he was on, like, Joe Rogan and sort of did the podcast tour, too. Uh, just yep. discussing about his experience there and he's very like believes in aliens claims to have worked on like uh extraterrestrial uh like spaceships spaceships Ooh, yeah I ufos see. yeah uh, and then uh he's talked about it since the 80s and stuff and i don't know it's kind of it's kind of interesting and then it's interesting that i didn't listen to the full episode but i watched probably watched about half the documentary and half the episode of Joe Rogan, so yeah. maybe he shouldn't finish it. But, <laughs> but I am now an Area 51 expert. <laughs> yeah. So anyways. Intergalactic. So, so now, but now there's all this talk about Area 51. It's kind of a refocus thing. So now yeah, okay, yeah. Someone, someone made a Facebook event in like, I think it's in September or something, where they're just like, gonna storm area it, 51 because yeah. they're like okay. if we all run at it they can't stop all of us yeah <laughs> I, I saw 4chan green text about that and, <laughs> and yeah. the tagline is like we're gonna storm area 51 so we can see dim aliens <laughs> <laughs> see that's the beautiful whimsical nature of memes there yeah. it is that's funny yeah the best was uh someone made that. like a like a layout like an aerial shot of Area 51, but took it and made it like a music festival layout. So it was like general campaign, <laughs> VIP campaign. <laughs> Holy shit. You're just like, well, how? Why? Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. are you doing this? <laughs> I yeah. enjoy that. I, I so that I wonder lot. if people are like actually going to... Because there's like hundreds of thousands of people who have responded to the event. They've done so. it for the memes. It's not going to oh, happen. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be at least... There's gonna be there's gonna be a few <laughs> like, thousand people. There at least go. has to be like twelve people who go bare minimum. Well, there's gonna be more. some people who take it seriously, oh, and a sure. lot of people are doing it for the memes, right? Yeah. Some people don't understand memes though, in that, you know, like there are people that think for reals when it's supposed to be a meme. Like there's some people that don't understand satire and comedy. Yeah. And that's who this is gonna. Just, that's gonna be those people. They don't understand Big Chungus. Storm Area Fifty One creator says it's gotten so big he's worried about the FBI. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this is like the Sonic movie thing too, where memes become reality. In terms of you remember with the new Sonic movie, the new CGI Sonic was like so everyone so was hilarious really about bad. it or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like he just looked really weird and not like Sonic. Okay, I didn't know uh, this. You didn't. One point nine million going, one point four million interested. And then, like, there's got to be at least yeah. a few people who go. There's going to be at least ten, like ten or twelve. <laughs> um, you know what? Actually, like? no, because you remember Coney fucking twenty twelve, where they were gonna like fucking paint the night with 
posters and all that stuff. Nobody showed up for that. And that was a huge viral event. Like in Edmonton or everywhere? Around the world. Oh, okay. And then the guy... But like, wasn't that... But he got busted for like public masturbation. Yeah, the guy. What? You didn't know that. That's why Coney 12 lost steam because the main guy was like. He got arrested for for public public masturbation. masturbation. (laughs) You want to know how to kill a meme? There it is. Yeah, Yeah, everyone's like, oh, uh, never mind. You're like, I don't think I can get on board with that. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, uh, oh, well, Coney can get away this time. They're coming for you. <laughs> Honestly, I totally forget that. That was huge, man. That was like the yeah, first viral YouTube video. I won't say that, but it I was. I think it was like for for a underlying event. I would say that was probably the first viral video. Yeah. I'm not talking about fucking chocolate rain or chocolate rain. <laughs> That was pretty good. I I, I kind of <laughs> oh, I got a from Tom a swift nose exhale. That was uh, you should be pretty impressed with that, bro. That means, talking about that I, means I, breathe, I, I'm breathe also, away from the mic. Turn chocolate right. Turn my mouth away from the mic to breathe. Oh boy, I remember that. Oh, that was great. And so back Park when like that too. Yeah, but back when like YouTube, like there were seriously like. 100 videos on YouTube, so you had seen all of them. Like, that was it. <laughs> right? I don't sure. think I was on there yeah. that early. I was on there pretty early. Oh, uh, non OG YouTuber. Yeah, I'm not going to claim I was uh, on there super early. I was on there pretty early. I was busy downloading my music off of LimeWire and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like grade one, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No anyone, did anyone ever use FrostWire? I did. I did after LimeWire yeah. like, went kaput for a while, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like banned? I even used Napster to yeah. begin with. Really? Criminal. I was the fucking my, uh, OG dude. My parents used Napster. I did, like, we were... This is a crime syndicate family, Tom? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quick call the feds. Uh, yeah. You gotta download that In the End by Linkin Park. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Oh, there's that one Linkin Park song that that guy just posted, and he's like... I forget he asked a question he's like guys how do I download new music or something like that and he just showed Linkin Park in the end it had like 56,000 plays it was his oh, on uh, his iTunes on his iTunes yeah it's a great one dude my entire childhood ended when he uh he went and committed suicide I even texted you that night I was like what yeah yeah I remember talking to you about it yeah I didn't even know he's Chester, Chester Bennington, Bennington. the oh. lead singer. Yeah, he yeah. committed about suicide a year ago. I want to say, or was it what? Two years ago? Oh, was it that recent? Fifteen or twenty sixteen? Oh, wow. oh, okay, it was a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. actually, you're so, right. It was. It was. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember yeah, texting I you. I texted a bunch of my buddies that I yeah. from I like, back damn. in the day. I was like, "Well, that guess my childhood is over." I suppose. <laughs> guess it's, yes, it's all done now. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah that's terrible. I had no idea. Yeah, it was so was pretty normal transition relevant to what you said. The guy who listened to <laughs> in the end fifty six thousand times. Yeah. Like, do you guys remember when they re- like Netflix will release stats every year of like average watch time, most watched, blah blah blah, and like someone watched the Lord of the Rings like f- like 
400 times in a year or something, like the extended cut (laughs) 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 Return of the King, which is like four and a half hours long. Like, literally just watched it every day. Like, I know... Like what? What do you just have it in the background all the time? It's like, a pretty good movie. I do really enjoy it. It's a good movie, but like, don't get me wrong. I, I bought it so whenever I'm on a flight, I just watch that, and then I'm usually where I'm supposed to be by the end. So or you watch it twice? Or I just watch it two times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, it just <laughs> flights go way like way quicker with just that. Watches Return of the King. Or I just cycle through uh, the Ace Venturas that I have, both of them. And I just continue to cycle through them. Nah, bro. Pirates of the Caribbean. The Caribbean? remember on on my iPod uh, video I had Troy for some reason. Troy's a good one. I watched that movie like Troy's a million a times. <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> Who is this guy? Get off the podcast. Like Brad Pitt movies? We talked about this. Best Brad Pitt movies? You're like, Troy. I was like, what? What? No, what? What? <laughs> what? No. Really? Yeah. Did you guys right. ever watch the movie Sex Drive? <laughs> All right. Then. What is yeah. it? No. Sex Drive? Yeah. You oh, I'm pretty it? sure I've watched it. Where uh, he steals his brother's car to go meet like a chick from the internet or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen that movie. It's yeah. kind of like a coming of age film, if you will, right? Like, like super bad? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's apparently like that director was actually interviewed on Joe Rogan, which was random but oddly interesting i mean you you take a handful of people and joe rogan's been around around so long you've probably been interviewed by joe rogan yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) the five degrees of joe rogan (laughs) so um but uh finish your thought oh christ oh yeah so that movie apparently like to him it was only like a cult classic or whatever but in my head like because i had it on my ipod video so i watched it eight million times on like car drives to like you know, wherever we went. Yeah, we yeah. I, that I, I'm like, in my head, it was like on the same level as Super Bad for like that yeah. type of movie, but it, I mm. guess, I guess not mainstream. No, it wasn't. I, but I had it on my video too. Yeah. That's the only reason yeah. why I know what it was, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's kind of like a Super Bad copy, but like not as good. Yeah. Like, um, signif- like I rewatched it sort of recently after that, and like, there's probably three really funny parts <laughs> but it's the same idea yeah, yeah, yeah. the same ingredients as super bad exactly right yeah they have exactly. like the same ingredients the the same like types of comedic cast yeah. right they're yeah. both like they're all like pretty unknown starting up actors right yeah um but super bad obviously just took off it's kind of like uh hangover right everyone's trying to make a hangover knockoff now yeah um, because it was so wildly popular that's what pisses me off about movies though nowadays is that there's just no original ideas well, yeah, especially with, like, the saturation of, like, the superhero movie stuff. There's that, and then there's also, like, sequels times 50. Well, that's and that's my problem with these beloved Disney movies being remade. Yeah. Right? Oh, like 15 years we're, later. We're straying away from things I actually have a credible opinion on, which is interesting. But uh, as a movie watcher, <laughs> like... <laughs> I have seen several movies. I love... Life. You're a credible movie watcher. There you go. I love... I am a self-proclaimed movie critic. Yeah. You're um, a cinephile. Cinephile. That's <laughs> like pedophile cinephile. <laughs> Have you guys um, ever seen the uh, South Park where they make fun of Yelp reviewers? Where like the whole town becomes Yelp reviewers and they go to a restaurant and they're like, oh, can I sit over here and do this? And like making ridiculous requests and they're like, no, sorry, we can't do that. 
And they're like, oh, I'm a Yelp reviewer. And they're like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it, unfortunately. I haven't been watching a lot of South Park recently. I haven't watched their new uh, stuff. But... Man, you should actually watch the, like, I think season 21 was last year's, but just came out on Crave. You can get it on Crave. And like... I don't know the the most recent like the last few years they've been pretty good I really okay because i remember the reason i, I stopped watching it uh, well i just i just stopped watching tv a lot and then but a big one was they started doing instead of like the single episode narratives they like mm. they had it running for like the whole season like I was a like, whole arc they had a, like the story arc right and they, i was like they, they do do that now but it is i don't know i've i've really enjoyed the last couple of seasons because they just make fun of Everyone and everything. Of course, and well, they do such how, a good job at it, yeah. right? Oh, for sure. They are, they are, Trey Parker and Matt Stone are absolute geniuses, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's always a treat to watch that. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Essentially anything they do, it's fantastic. Basketball. So, basketball, oh, I remember right? That, yeah. I like their old, like the old season, I think it was like season three or something like that, where before each episode they would be playing like the guitar at the old folks' home. Do you remember that? No. You didn't? Oh, my God. Yeah, back in, like, older seasons. Okay, yeah. They would have, like, little skits that they did together. Um, oh. Like, just, like, in real life before the episode actually aired. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, it was great. Go back and watch it. It's, like, in early seasons. Huh. Um, but it's yeah, fantastic. I'll have to look that up. But there's all originality in that sort of comedy. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's That's amazing. what pisses me off about the fucking current mute movie environments is yeah there's no original ideas well it's the it's just remaking older ones yeah a little well, bit well it's literally to like milk cash out that's of, 100% what it is like our age movies we grew up with right? yeah so. yeah well it, like they got me though uh, yeah. like I love the Aladdin so much I would uh, definitely for sure I wouldn't is normally go to see what is that it's been yet? out for a while yeah Okay. Have you seen uh, it or no? No, but I'm definitely gonna go watch it. Uh, like, I'll watch I just it. Haven't. I'd watch. I'd watch that one. Toy but Story Four. Um, it was just so seeing, but. so heavy, right? It's like I watched that movie. That's how I learned how to use a VCR was to rewind <laughs> the Aladdin VHS. Yeah. Do you remember VCRs when you could like go too far rewinding and like fuck it up? Like yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do recall that. Um, but that was like. Yeah, they're they're tugging at my heartstrings, and they're gonna get yeah. my money yeah. because of it, right? Didn't they do Lion King as well? They, well, that, that I think is like recently came out. Yeah, uh, I'm probably gonna see that too. Well, the live action ones. <laughs> yeah. See, I I'm more inclined to see live action ones versus like a remake. I would see versus like the sequel number nine or whatever. Yeah, sort of thing. like Lion King two as opposed to the original. You know, it was a great rehash though, the Winnie the Pooh movie. That one was fantastic. Okay. I actually haven't seen it. I seen enjoyed either. it. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Um, anyways, if you're listening and you haven't seen it, that's a that's a fantastic movie. Well, we got all of our watchers to go watch <laughs> yeah. the Winnie the Pooh movie. <laughs> I'm sure it's not in theaters back. anymore. And feel like yeah. Christopher Robin himself. Yes! <laughs> I loved that movie. It was it was great. It made me feel a lot of emotion. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's why I go to movies. I want a tear. <laughs> I want something to make Get me feel. Emotions. Yeah. Nah, I just go to John Wick and John Wick. <laughs> You're like, he killed his dog. <laughs> well, shit. Again. Again. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck they're gonna pull out seven movies from that series. But... Is that Keanu? One word, Keanu. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it actually slated to do seven? 
I think there's like three more that they have in the pipeline already. I didn't even know I mean, there was more than one. Three. I yeah, I did it. Like the second one went kind of under the radar, and then I'm assuming it was just crappy sequel. And then they made a third one. I'm like, oh, they're still going with this. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I went and saw the third one. They should have stopped. You went and saw the third one. <laughs> they they should have stopped it. <laughs> That's a unique statement that not many people say. Yeah, yeah. I went to see John Wick three. <laughs> well, I spent eighteen dollars. <laughs> my, my roommate in Montreal wanted to go see. Oh, it, so. I see. The so he who dragged. shall not be named. <laughs> uh, the producer the who was uh, who was fired, but if you ask him, he quit. <laughs> Still looking for a producer. Uh, should well, I figured Keanu as well, but that's eh. no, Keanu. Anything he touches, it's gold. This is uh, true. Yeah. He's Neo from the Matrix, and also a good and humble guy. I watched Speed the other day. What Speed? From like 1993. Oh, shit. He's like a police officer in it. Oh, really? I'd watch it. He's actually interesting because he's a dude who's been like mainstream famous for like 30 years. And it's he's hasn't gone off the rails or anything. I would argue he's more famous now than he was even back then. True, true. With Matrix and stuff like that? Yeah. 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 Well, Matrix was such a huge hit. Well, he's almost like even a... Well, he literally is a meme as well. (laughs) Well, he's he's become meme status, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to bolster your career, so... Become a meme? Yeah. Become a living meme, right? That's my goal. That's like... You know those, like... Cyberpunk, right? Cyberpunk at E3 or whatever? Yeah. You know, like, uh like the wide neck dude or whatever like he went viral got like a million vid followers on instagram who's wide neck dude wide wide wide, wide, wide neck, neck? you don't know who that is no. the guy who's it was a his neck is like it's a this. genetic thing oh that, okay yeah, it's it well, a dude who was, was like a mugshot yeah, yeah it was a mugshot and then he went viral and he got like a shit he did i don't know either he did it himself or someone smart told him like make an Instagram and start selling like yeah. merch which he does now and now he just makes videos and does that there's so. that guy and there's also that guy that had like the most attractive mugshot of all time yeah the good looking cop or whatever no good looking criminal, criminal, or criminal. Or yeah, yeah. yeah that guy has a bunch of followers on Instagram now. well isn't he like dating a celebrity now or something? yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? yeah like he definitely turned that interesting mugshot around see yeah you do one Viral thing like that, and just run with it, and you're 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 set. So what's the top? viral what are you, thing that we're yeah, gonna do? I don't know. We should do uh, chungus breaks. <laughs> chungus breaks. Uh, chungus. That's gonna be pretty. No man, we need to do our white. We came we came up with this with Dylan on the last episode we heard. Uh, was doing uh white av interviews like at like three in the morning, <laughs> and just like be like. Josh Blaze here on location for Long and Hard Podcast and just ask people, like, yeah. actually speaking of asking hard questions, ask people, like, very difficult, yeah. <laughs> playing questions. Yeah, like, no. What do like, you think of the escalating situation in Hong Kong right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, though, really pressing, <laughs> like, serious yeah. questions, yeah. yeah. And have, like, a good camera well, crew. Yeah. Do you remember Simple Pickup on YouTube? They used to do that, and they would just... Do like sexualized questions, like oh yeah, yeah, to like mm, drunk girls on the street. 
Well, then it's already been done. Then. Yeah, no, yeah, we're, but we're, 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 we're going to be like the hard questions, you know, like the long and like, hard questions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I, ah. thought I, I thought it was just a general content idea to start talking about whatever. It's good. Yeah, no, that would be great. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. Honestly, to to do things like that, you have to put yourself out there. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, got to do it. It'd be funny. Yeah, I I would watch. You'd probably be in it. That's where editing comes in. <laughs> yeah. Just actually just plant a bunch of our friends at different bars and get you guys really shit. Just just sh- and be like, shit oh, face. here's this random guy on white app. Who hasn't been on the show before. Yeah. <laughs> you should do the the equivalent of Eric Andre's bird up. Have you guys seen that? <laughs> Which one's that? Oh, that's one of his skits that he does all the time. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. but what is Bird Up, though? No, but, oh, fuck, I don't know. He just goes out and <laughs> does absolutely asinine and incredible things to people. The only okay. thing I, I remember from that show is fucking Kraft Punk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. Oh, fantastic, surreal It's a Daft style. Punk guy that's dressed in, like, the Daft Punk attire, except he's, like, also covered in macaroni <laughs> And cheese. <laughs> Quentin's name. That's what his tag is. Is Kraft Punk. Um, oh, no. The, the, uh, no. Yeah. yeah. Some, get, uh, uh, he does some good bits on that show. It's funny. Oh, it's incredible. And he has Hannibal Burris, who's also a comedic yeah. genius, right? Hannibal Burris is funny. I like him. Actually. Oh, he's great. He has, have you watched his stand-up special? Yeah. It's actually really good. Oh, he has, he's very good prosody, right? Yeah. Just the way he like says things mm-hmm. is... Like yeah. you're you're just gonna laugh. You're like yeah. you you know it's gonna be funny, right? Have you seen the uh they did a YouTube thing where they took over each other each other's Tinder accounts? Yeah, yeah, I think I've that seen that. Yeah. Oh it, Eric and uh Yeah. Oh uh, maybe I did see I don't know. I need to watch that again. We'll we'll watch it after this. Yeah. How cl- how far are we? Like two We're hours. We're pretty long into this, so we should maybe call it yeah, call let's it wrap it up. Here. Do you would you like uh any other questions? Ooh. Any other topics? Ooh, what's the meaning of no. life? Yeah. It can, depends on which, which school of thought you want to answer it from, right? <laughs> We're going to get into the philosophical. Are you a, are you a Stoic or an Epicurean? Uh, Epicurean. Ep, ep, Epicurean. When I was reading that, I was like, how do I fucking say this? Like, how, yeah. do, I, how do I say ep, Epicurus? Epicurean. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I read some books. I... I'm not an authority on it, I can't necessarily say. I've talked to a lot of people who know more about philosophy than I do, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I've read, like, letters to letters from a Stoic to a Stoic. Seneca? That's Seneca. That was one of my favorite. Uh, that was yeah. that was one of my favorite, uh, my favorite reads. Is, uh... Yeah. I remember sort of reading, like, Marcus Aurelius, uh... Meditations. Meditations. I read Meditations. Yeah. yeah. I, I read it when I was in a dark place. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, and I've done that when you're experiencing. Well, if for me, when I was experiencing a little bit more anxiety, either uh, due to life situation or school, I would, I would always kind of retreat to uh, philosophy, and and so Stoicism was was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. And did I internalize a lot of the Stoic beliefs? You try, but. It's hard to. Seneca himself had difficulties. I think um, adhering to his own principles, right? Yeah, I think that's it's pretty much impossible to. You would have to forego all yeah. human emotion to probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, to establish yourself as a. But, but like reading it is it's nice. It's, it's nice because it's like this 
glorified like pie in the sky potential ideal and potential yeah. yes exactly yeah. um, um but so that's what i enjoyed that one and i i tried to read a few other books um I, I still haven't gotten through the prince all the way so oh machiavelli yeah i was like oh geez that that <laughs> snoozed me always i was oh, like did it yeah like it was just boring or what i don't know it was just i would it's have to short eh? like it's I, short. I bought it and it's like this thick it's yeah, short but I, for some reason uh, you know where i was uh, especially with uh, seneca's letters to a stoic i was just lured in by the perspective and point of view of the letters yeah um and it's you're like oh i'm I'm the um, the the young Stoic who's he he's writing to right, mm. and it's it's very um, his perspective and his teachings are very palatable, right? Uh, but these other ones that are written for you know public discourse and um, uh, they're a little bit more difficult to swallow, I think, for for the layperson such as myself. He was also rich as fuck, Seneca. Seneca. Well, yeah, he was like advisor to Nero, right, or yeah. something like that. So, yeah, um, yeah, he was a big deal. He was. He was a big deal. He had a, he had bad asthma too. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> like me, <laughs> I'm like Seneca. <laughs> That's like well, because he used to he did like never left his house for the last while, right? Because I think his asthma was bad or some shit. Uh, huh. What do you I, know? I don't actually know. I think I read that in the the prologue to the to the book itself. <laughs> he invented the inhaler. Yeah, did you hear? Did you hear Seneca invented the inhaler? <laughs> Starts spreading bro rumors. philosophy. Bro philosophy. Bro philosophy. Bro philosophy. Yeah. Nice try, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I think that's uh, probably an episode for today. Sounds okay. good. Let's cut it. Go right. follow the boys. Yeah, on all the platforms. Where can we find you on the uh, on the socials, Nathan? I know you're not very big on there. But... No, you can't really find me on any social media, to be honest. Oh, good. So <laughs> zero credibility for this guy. <laughs> yeah, in fact, use a different name. <laughs> really helpful for our growing reputation here. So <laughs> I honestly, I, I did change my my Facebook handle so patients couldn't find me on Facebook either. Yeah, I guess you. <laughs> so, so I'm not just gonna messages on ruin Friday, that. Friday night. I'm having this knee pain. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you give me a session please <laughs> it really hurts yeah. well there's that and you know there's the ethical ramifications of it too fair enough so my name is uh, Chungus Chungus <laughs> Nathan Chungus <laughs> oh you thought you were finished before you go just a quick reminder to like and subscribe to our show wherever you can we greatly appreciate it be sure to toss us a follow uh instagram facebook is at long and hard podcast you can check out our website longandhardpodcast.com some cool stuff coming up there in the near future and if you don't mind if your podcast platform allows you to leave a review feel free to live a leave us a nice five-star review of our show if you've enjoyed our content if you intend to leave less than a five-star review, uh, sorry, the review thing's broken. Don't bother. Don't look at it. Uh, but thanks anyways. Uh, just a reminder, Long and Hard Podcast is part of the Long and Hard Media Network. You can find our other shows such as the Invictus Radio uh, hosted by Josh or Millennial Homeowner hosted by yours truly, Thomas. 
uh, jump on our website, link in bio, all that crap. Check out our other shows. And if you want to support the show, check out our companies. You can find Josh Sapien Athletica or myself, Thomas Harrington Real Estate, uh, on all your social platforms online. Give us a Google. Hit us up. Buy our stuff. Uh, Love you guys. Thanks. And just a quick reminder for some legal mumbo jumbo. Thomas and Josh are both licensed associates under the Real Estate Council of Alberta, uh, licensed real estate professionals in the province of Alberta. Uh, Any information, any discussions given out on this show are not intended to solicit any buyers or sellers under contract. And just a friendly reminder that all conversations in this show are purely conversational based, just that they are not intended to be taken as legal, professional, or medical advice. So as we say in Canada, thanks for listening and peace out.